Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my basement and I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford, the man on the moose. And on our journey today, we've got Donnie Reese joining us for the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. We're going to talk about all the games coming to Series X on day one. So jump on in to the Xbox Tribe. Greater than X. Hello, Ryan Turford. Hello, Sean Capri. Oh my God, this is so weird because you said hello to me this time instead of me saying hello to you. It's it, it it we're in be bizarre a special world, show. man. Upside down world. We're in the upside down now. I think that's how this works, man. Clearly, clearly. Well, we're here for a very special evening, not just with the two of us though, because we also have joining us the PSVG master returning once again. Mr. Donnie Reese is also here. Hello, Donnie. Ba, what's up, dudes? Ba, Koopalings. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't even do you, the Koopalings this time. I'm so dif- disappointed in you, Donnie. Sorry. Look, look, okay, so there's a couple things that we need to address right off the top. Donnie's from the the Xbox Empire. Um, I re- what did I reach out to you this morning saying that yep. um, it would be great if we could do this? This is all coming by uh, by the by the hot seat of our pants. But I couldn't have thought of anybody better to join us when we talk about all the games. When we have a comprehensive conversation, we need to have Donnie part of us. But there's there's something I need to address before we jump into things, Ryan. Um, recently, oh. Donnie has welcomed Elaine onto the Xbox Empire, and I am here for that as. They say I think she has been an amazing addition. Uh, she is rubbing off on Donnie, and I like it. She's keeping him in check. She, he's keeping her in check. It is amazing, and I am like She's I said, stud. I am here for that. I was so excited. I was so excited when she accepted my offer. Um, and I mean, I've already told the story, so I'll just keep it brief. But it was one of those strange things. A complete stranger found on the internet who reached out and said, "I I'd like to I'd like to do that if if you'll have me." I listened to her talk for four minutes. I was like, "Yeah." Seriously, yeah, I want to have you. It. You're perfect. I it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, same here. Like, like when I first heard, like, it was yeah, same thing. Like, a couple minutes in, it's like perfect. Like, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. It's just like when Ryan joined the show. Basically, the yeah. same idea. Well, well, it was more like when we did like we the gamer cast together, and we kind of just hit it off. I guess you know we we just, were sort of like you know just we just didn't have the right timing. We're like you know on and off again. You're like oh you were somebody else. Like oh you're with somebody else, and then you just kind of free up, and then it's all magic from there. We were both seeing other podcasts at the time. We were and seeing and other podcasts. podcasts together. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's okay, that's super awkward. What are we here to do? What are we like? Okay, something happened so, earlier this week on the show. Fun thing that happened on this week's show. We actually read a question from Jason C at G Carping about. He asks, can you talk about the confirmed list of launch games and your interest level in each one? Now, obviously, anyone who's listened to the Xbox Drive before knows that we have a 40 hour podcast, 40 hours, 40 minute podcast. <laughs> and uh, guys, we, didn't obviously we, we don't have hours and hours to talk about content. So we decided to basically turn this into a topic for an entirely singular standalone episode of the extra mile. So that's what we're here tonight to discuss. And, and luckily enough, after we wrapped the show, literally two hours after we finished recording, Microsoft gave us a handy dandy list of, Hey, by the way, here's all 30 games coming for launch. So we didn't even have to do any digging. Microsoft mm-hmm. did all the digging for us, which is, uh, which is perfect. So we're going to go through all 30 games. Yep. And then we're going to kind of gauge where <laughs> our interest level is with each game and maybe talk about them and, and, and whatnot. So let's kick things off and we're going to go in the order Microsoft has on the page here, which is alphabetic order. We're going to start with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It is coming out, obviously, day and date. 
on both Xbox uh, One and Xbox Series X. Um, in fact, almost all of these games are, and uh, it's the newest in the Assassin's Creed games. Sean and I, of course, have talked about this game a ton, but Donnie, I don't think we've ever had you to, on the show to talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I'm going to start with you. I'm going to throw it to you first. What is your interest level in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and are you hyped? I am hyped, uh, Ryan Turford. I'm a weak, weak man. Um, I was on a live recording with Sean Capri going, I'm not going to play any of these games. I'm just going to wait till Cyberpunk. It'll be the week after. It wasn't even lunchtime the next day that I had already acquired Valhalla um, and Call of Duty. Um, I've just been, I've been, it's really just kind of a, an effect of like buy and trade and sell stuff. I have just acquired a war chest of stuff and I was like, ah, let's go ahead and do it. I have no idea why. I don't know when I'm going to get to play it, but I am hyped to play it. I have been hyped to play it since I saw it. I like the setting, I think, so much more than I did in Odyssey or Origins. So I think I'm more into that um, and its mythology. So I'm very, very excited to get in and get lost to it. It probably I will probably boot it up just to see what it looks like. Um, and then I will probably put it on the shelf for Cyberpunk and then come back to it. But I'll have it. It'll be there whenever I'm ready to play it. Very nice, my friend. What about you, Sean? Of course, we already kind of know, but tell tell us why you're excited about this game. This is, I feel like this is the showcase. This is the one, you know, with Halo being delayed for a little while and everybody going like, well, what are you going to play day one? What's going to really show off the horsepower? It's like, this seems to be the one. And maybe I'll um, be reminded as we go through this list that maybe there's something else pushing it. But yeah, Assassin's Creed is like, it's a beast, man. And I have I've absolutely fallen in love. I may be carrying carrying over some love from Odyssey into this one, but they just have gotten better from Origin to Odyssey. And now with Valhalla, I am so excited for this one. So this is like everybody's asked me, like, what are you playing day one on your on your Series X? Like, this is the one. So I'm glad wow. that we're kind of like starting with it. And I. I worry about other games like that are in the way. I do worry about Cyberpunk a little bit. I worry about um, Call of Duty because I think Call of Duty's after this. I don't yep, remember. Three days. It must be, yeah, because I mean we're not talking about it today. So, um, right. yeah, man, like this, I I just love the the flow of Assassin's Creed. I love what they've done with like the role playing elements, and it's accessible to me. Like it, you guys know me. I get confused very easily. I'm a simpleton when it comes to these games, so I feel like a smarty Sean pants when. Um, when I play this, cause I can figure it out and it makes sense to me, but there's still like a mystery and there's still different ways to play. I think Assassin's Creed is like, is some of the best gaming that we've had this generation. So of course I'm, I'm stoked about this one. What about you, dude? So for me, I started out as someone who hated Assassin's Creed. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat or anything like that. Um, from the very first game, I was just not into the Assassin's Creed games at all. I mean, I liked Assassin's Creed two a lot, and as well as Brotherhood, but that it, then the series just really just fell off for me, and I just could not get into it. It was just l- less so the 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 story and more the cumbersome controls mm-hmm. more than anything that kind of drove me away from it, or the mission design, like so many tailing missions or escort missions, or like the weird stealth missions, which I personally really like stealth missions, but the way Asa- older Assassin's Creed games do stealth is always really kind of not jive yeah. with me. Follow um, this person. Yeah, until Assassin's Creed Syndicate came out because I gave, decided to give that one a chance because it looked interesting enough with the, the grappling hook mechanic and the changes to movement tech that is like, okay, I'm going to give this cha- game a chance and hopefully it wins me over. And it totally won me over. I loved Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It was one of my favorite games of 2015. And uh, I've been basically all in on the series ever since. Uh, with Origins, I loved that. And then Odyssey, I spent... 
over 150 hours playing it, completing all the yeah, DLC, man. all the side quests, and mm-hmm. basically 100%ing the game. Um, I have all the achievements, like all the DLC trophies too. So yeah, man, I'm all in for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's one of my most anticipated games of the year. Um, and I am so excited to see what this team does. And, and it's also going to be the finale of this trilogy of games with Origins and Odyssey. And, and Odyssey went Valhalla. in weird places, man. Odyssey really started to take it in a, in a strange place. And then, like, for me, like, you you and I have talked about this on the show before, but, like, everybody would get excited about, like, oh, man, this year's Assassin's Creed it is, is in London. And it's like, I thought that was kind of, like, plain and boring. It's just a couple hundred years ago. Um, but, like, the, these last couple have been really, really interesting settings. I thought Egypt was awesome i think greece is just like that's the one you know i think a lot of people are, are, are wanting that um the japan one kind of like what we got with ghosts on in playstation land this year but they're just killing it with these set pieces these these time periods is so so interesting so as uh, as elaine would say in the empire i am here for that nice um 60 frames guys we're getting there it. are powerful pc cards that can't run assassin's creed at 60 frames now we haven't seen a whole lot of footage of this game. So I'm I'm still somewhat questionable that this is not going to be the next-gen visu- uh, visual showcase that some people are maybe hoping it will be. Mm. I'm looking at the video as we go around here now, and it, it does seem just like the colors are so vibrant and sharp, but it, you're right. Like, there is still that that kind of last-gen kind of look, too, in terms of, like, Does the it have ray tracing? I mean, the models look the same. Um, it's still a stealth. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it looks I love really the setting. Good. I think mm-hmm. it's a very pretty game, but the like the models, the facial expressions, the eyes, it doesn't look, you know, to use a terrible term, next <laughs> gen. You know, I'm watching this video, so. man. It is violent. Like this game is like a wolf biting the guy's face off right here. Like this oh, is, yeah, yeah it, it, this is not for the faint. I mean, heart, you play an sure. assassin, Sean. You would assume I know, it's well, I know, but assassins are like they do like the clean cut. Like there's just like the 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 dagger out of the sleeve and stuff. It's nice and clean. Like you don't have wolves tearing off the flesh of somebody's face and stuff like that but here we, we get are to go no, castle raiding yeah yeah i'm like, so yeah. excited for this that. ubisoft formula has worked for me this entire gen with the far cry and with this and with watchdogs like they i really think they've taken that um open world to the next level um i know a lot of people obviously billions of people around the world playing grand theft auto and they they hold that to kind of like the highest standard but for me for me in terms of like gameplay and story and characters and setting and performances it's been these ones. It's been Assassin's Creed. I think Cassandra was like the one of the greatest characters this last gen. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting, too, because I think the, the Ubisoft recently said too the canonical choice in this game uh, will actually at the beginning of the game, it'll ask you, do you want to play male, female or let the animus decide? And it'll basically pick and choose Ooh. whether you're playing male or female at different points in the game. Based that's on great. Th- where they excel best. And apparently that's the canon choice they said is let the animus decide so i think that's gonna be really interesting too whether you'll be able to become attached to those characters the way we, we became attached to cassandra like mm-hmm. um, that's one of my things favorite th- parts about odyssey as well is getting to know that character um, from start to finish in fact um that was one of the things i disliked about one of the pieces of dlc for odyssey is that it kind of pigeonholes uh cassandra in a specific position that i just wasn't a really huge fan of because that game was all about choice and, and kind of uh pointing that the, that character down whatever path you wanted to go down. Um, so I'm interested to see how they approach that this time around with the canonical version being switching between both male and female versions of the same character, essentially. Yeah. But yeah. So moving on, next game is actually an old game. It's Borderlands 3. <laughs> it it's seems back. to be a theme, though, today, Ryan. 
Yeah, we're going to have a lot of that. We're going to talk about that a lot. Um, but it is every console launch, too. I mean, uh, I recently went back and looked at the the Xbox One console launch, and a lot of it was cross-gen stuff like this or remasters of old games. And, I mean, that's just to be expected. So Borderlands 3, it's getting a 4K, uh, in, a bunch of 4K enhancements. It's also getting a split screen for the first time. So that's awesome. Three and four player split screen. In fact, on the S it's three player split screen, but on the X it's four player split screen, um, as well as a whole bunch of other features. I think it's getting ray tracing and a bunch of other features. Um, are either of you excited to revisit Borderlands 3? I'll start with Sean on this one. Sean, are you excited to go back to Borderlands 3 at all? So here's this is a very personal uh, take on this one, because I think like Borderlands one and two, I had a huge amount of fun with. I actually played them on PlayStation. I um, platinum both of them played uh, mostly with my wife. We played the crap out of those games. And then we bought this one. We bought Borderlands three on PS4 because that's where Chelsea likes to play. And that's where we kind of played the other ones. And it just ran like garbage. Like I just and I'm kind of sensitive to things like if I push the start button, that menu better show up like that. You know, and there's yeah. like this delay, like this sort of like the framework of the menu would show up and then sort of like it would kind of pop in. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else experienced that or was as hung up on really those bad in that team too. I thought, yeah, just, just like quality of life stuff was just and you're constantly in and out of the menus like you're it's a looter shooter. Yeah. You're always like shifting around gear and stuff. And it was like. That and the map system I thought was really bad and a lot of the navigation, like wandering around in that world wasn't too fun. I found myself getting very frustrated. Now, a lot of that can be alleviated with a powerful console and um, like the SSD and everything could change things around for me. But Chelsea wants to play it on the on the on the PS4 or on the in PlayStation land. So I'm not sure this game has been on sale like crazy. Well, they did also say crossplay is coming. So so maybe I'll just be able to play and across, so like cross gen two cross platform like like That's xbox said, series yeah. s with ps4 so yeah, maybe because it didn't bother play. her it didn't bother her at all and like borderlands is great like it's such a great series it's the kind of the like they say the original looter shooter so mm-hmm. if i can get this thing on sale maybe um but in terms of like launch day like I, everything is going to be hit up against what i said right at the start of the show which is assassin's creed has my heart from the from day one so everything else is going to be a little bit trickier and might just be um a bit of a distraction, a bit of a palate cleanser in between like sessions with Assassin's Creed, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Donnie, what about you? Are you excited at all for Borderlands 3 at all? Pass. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah, for me, I might I might boot it up again. I played it when it came out and I kind of kind of stopped playing for the same reasons you mentioned, Sean, where it was just performance stuff. It was just it was not a very fun experience and, and it really just felt bogged down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually excited to go back and play the DLC for that game, too, because I have the season pass. Um, so I'm interested to play all that content. So it's just it's, it's the type of game I'm not going to get to right away, but I'm at least excited that they're putting in the work to make this a better experience. And I, and I do think that it will be re- worth revisiting at some point. And that's yeah. what I'm hopeful for. Uh, next on our list bright memory 1.0 so not bright memory infinite that we saw at the may showcase but bright memory 1.0 this is actually currently on steam already i believe um so you can already play this game on pc it's a very short experience and it's similar but not the same to bright memory infinite in fact sean you've played this so yeah i'm sure you just just blew up my brain so which one's which the the one that we're getting is the short one that is currently available on steam is that what you're saying it's the one that you've already played because he's not done the the single person development team is not finished creating the actual the actual game um donnie and i both played this we both kind of did the same thing when we saw uh this get revealed and it's just like it looked great and then you find out that it's made by by one person um i think i enjoyed my time with it a little bit more than donnie and I'll, i'll let him speak to that in a second i think it was like an interesting blend of like a whole bunch of different 
different game mechanics of you know as we're watching the video here too like there's a grappling hook which instantly has me interested in there's you're firing at a dude with a shield and you, uh, suddenly you have a sword all the different like it's very random and uh actually even has some some dark souls type of elements in there too with the boss battles and the way that you're going to melee it's a really interesting game and i'm pretty sure this one as well as coming to to game pass i think people should try it out yeah. um because i liked it but i think donnie is actually a nice counterpoint to my enthusiasm for the game yeah i didn't um and, I, and it's, <laughs> it's it's hard to it's hard to crush a game that isn't the game right and it's hard to hold it to the same standard but the game that I played on Steam wasn't the game that we're seeing on screen. It didn't look like that. It didn't play like that. Yeah, the didn't shoot, I didn't have any vehicle combat or anything like that. Yeah, the mm-hmm. moment-to-moment gameplay didn't move like that. I found it to be clunky. Um, I felt it to feel oldish, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, it definitely, like, showed its age. And it felt like a... To be honest with you, it felt like kind of like a 360 game. The, the, the moments of the game that kind of changed from combat to exploration to puzzles, they felt segregated. They didn't feel together. It didn't feel like this smooth, expansive thing where mm. I was playing it and then this happened and then that happened. That frantic thing that we saw in that first trailer. When I first saw that trailer, I was like, what is this? Is this yeah. like, you know, I, I was just like, this is blowing my mind. Um, and I definitely didn't play anything like that that did it. So my... My expectations came down. I also like wasn't running it in 4K. I have a 2060 Super, so it wasn't like you know mm-hmm. blowing it up either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was running at a fairly good clip. I think I was at 60 frames, and it was okay. I just found it to be a little clunky and just not what the new thing is, right? right. And I'm still excited for the new thing. I want to see it play like that. Um, if that game does show up, I want to play that game. But the game that I played on Steam wasn't that game, and that game's yeah. coming here. And I wouldn't recommend people go out of their way to try it, to be honest. For sure. Like it's I think Infinite's supposed to come out sometime like later late next year. I think they the developer said. So um it is definitely coming, but and it is nice to have this in the meantime. But yeah, I, I'm I'm with you guys. After hearing um you guys talk about it, I'm less interested in it, but it is on Game Pass to Sean's point. So I probably will try it at some point. But yeah, my I'm tempering my expectations and I mean I'm not expecting to get to it within like before the end of the year i think probably i, th- I think this, people this, should check out like a january game i think people should like it because it's on game pass and you're gonna you're gonna have the for the first time ever you're gonna get a brand new console with game pass or something like it where you can just go like i'll try that i don't try a little bit of that i don't try a little bit of that like when do you it's like a demo disc but you get all the games you get the full game and you can have it as long as you have game pass you download right to your console very so fair. like that's plus, the one that that's the one that can kind of like maybe push your maybe like it's got I think this has got a little bit more power than than a twenty sixty super not to downplay that at all but I mean like people can push this game if not the PS five is the twenty sixty mm. series X is the twenty eighty oh is it really mm, I didn't realize that mm-hmm. all right well yeah I think it just it could be something for you to like throw on your TV and go like goo purdy you know and then that's that's fine it's kind of nice to have maybe one of those for us to, to I think show. we have better options fair enough fair enough. Well, next game is part of the list of games I'm going to dub the games I just learned about their existence this evening. So <laughs> Cuisine Royale. This is from this is a uh, free to play game. It's apparently, according to the description on the Microsoft Store, it is a brutal multiplayer last man standing shooter with realistic weaponry, mystic traps and demonic rituals. And hey, it's free. And yes, it says that in the description of the game. And hey, it's free. It points out the fact that it's free. Uh, But then when I scroll down, there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, DLC content. And it kind of looks like a... Yeah, it just kind looks of like looks PUBG. like a I'm generic looking at this for the first time, too. It looks like PUBG. The first thing I was thinking of PUBG. He's even got a frying pan yeah. on his butt. Yeah. I don't know how interested I am in this guy. Are, are either of you guys interested at all in this game? 
I'm not going to be interested in games like this. Um, so that kind of rules it out for me almost from a genre-wise. I mean, seeing what I'm seeing, I mean, it kind of looks, looks better than PUBG. It looks choppy, though. <laughs> Even it in this it is running a little choppy. Um, yeah. Visually, it looks a little better. Um, this is one of those games, because it's free, I, I kind of hope that maybe it finds some folks. Like, on day one, we hear about it. Maybe some people are out there like, you know, it's not half bad. There always yeah, seems to be, right. like, that launch game. Like Warframe. Warframe is like, like that. Warframe, exactly. Just mm-hmm. a game like that that people kind of find and they get into. I mean, I'm all for it, but I, I'm not the battle royale person to begin yeah. with. Yeah, same here. Uh, next one, it's Halloween time, so we got we actually do have a spooky game on the list. Dead by Daylight is getting a Series X version. Um, it's obviously already on Game Pass, and it's got smart delivery. So basically, it's the same game as is, um, but with some new additional features. Unfortunately, though, the developer. From what I could t- from what I could find doing research before the show, they haven't really detailed what kind of upgrades it's getting, <laughs> other than some like faster load times and stuff like that. So I mean, I don't really play Dead by Daylight. So Me neither. I don't really know or if I should be excited about this. I love but Dead Donnie, by Daylight. You're a horror fan. Do I you am. like this game? <laughs> I'm not into super multiplayer, but I did play this one for a weekend when it came to Game Pass and I loved it. And one thing that I would really like to hear is I would love if day one adopters got like a, a free DLC pack or like mm. a, a free gift card okay. or something. That would be really cool. I do love this game. I think it's really, really fun. Um, I believe my takeaway from it from my weekend that I played it was if I was to ever get into a game, like a loop game, a multiplayer centric game, this one would probably be it. Like this was the yeah. one where I was like, I could see myself playing this for an entire year if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like it. I think it does exactly what it does very, very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it looks nicer nice. and, it, and it plays smoother and it loads faster, that's just better for everybody. I really like it. I'm not planning on playing it, but I do really like the game. It's a good game. It's, it's hard to get excited about something that we've been playing for years, though. For sure. And it's it's the type of game, too, I've wanted to play for a long time because I also really like horror games. In fact, Friday the 13th was a game that I fell down the rabbit hole with. I played it a ton because not just because I love Friday the 13th, but I had a lot of fun playing that game. And uh, Dead by Daylight seems like more of that or, or it always felt that to me by looking at it. It started out, I think, as a less refined version of Friday the 13th. But to your point, Donnie, I think it's become better over time. Um, so it's a game I should revisit, especially because they have that Silent Hill DLC. So I should I should go back it's so just, I can play as Pyramid It's got Head. so many different tactics and so many different villains. You can play the game so many different ways, and you can um, all the different villains that you get if you play as the you know as the murderer. They all have different specials and different ways that you go about it. Some of them are haunting, or some of them are brutal, and some of them can take a lot of damage. And other ones like set traps and stuff like that. It's just it's it's very. Um, you know, it's just, it's just very, it's very smart. It's very balanced. There's just, a, there's a lot of replayability. And, and I think that's like, you know, I've never been one for this type of thing. Uh, like mm-hmm. Destiny, you know, um, the one we just talked about was the, the EA game. Sorry, I pulled my notes down. Um, Borderlands, you know, like these loop things, you just kind of keep doing it over and over again. Never been my thing. Um, but this one, the matches are pretty quick. They're pretty fun. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like it, it's, they're very... They pay very good respect to the IPs and things that they bring in. And for a video game space that normally doesn't have a lot of games with those characters representative, um, I think that's really, really cool. Because that was one of the things I I actually, the day I played it, I think I bought like three characters. 
<laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, I need him and I need this person. And I got to play as this person. I can't not play as this person. So just having yeah. fun out of that. I think Maybe. for me, like for any game, if I'm going to if any of these games are going to be old and brought over from the old gen, like really for them to have a chance of like me being interested in them is like I got to see that. What is the improvement like for Borderlands? Yeah. I think it's super interesting that they've got split screen on that kind of stuff. And there's a couple others yeah. we'll get to later on. Like that's kind of got to be the push. So for this one that I wasn't really interested in it before and I don't really see anything that's like this is going to blow your socks off. It's not going to be like a showcase um, or a feature for for the new hardware. It's probably going to be a skip for me. But it's just super interesting. Like, I mean, we've got these 30 day, 30 games we're talking about on, on day one, but also like all the back compat stuff that's Thousands coming on for like, like it's games. such a weird, yeah. it's such a different launch this time. So people are like, I get oftentimes people are like, so why are you buying like this console on day one it's like what are you talking about this is like the best thing for us to like there's gonna be more options now than any other launch day forever uh if you if you ever wanted to question buying something it's on very day simple. one i just look at people and we're like hey you know that thing that you've got the xbox and like yeah I and mean, it's like you really like it right game pass stuff it's really good it's yeah, super like, power yeah. it. it's like uh all that but better yeah seems that's good it. to me that's, that's the reason you get it it's mm-hmm. all those things you like but better so it's just going to change like what you choose to play on day one in that way yep exactly and, and again, there's a good selection of, of games here, I think. I mean, and we'll get to some of them in a bit. Well, speaking of one really good game that uh, it was actually my second favorite game of last year. Devil May Cry 5 Special good Edition one. is uh, is going to be day and date with the console. Um, it is a separate purchase. It does not upgrade if you already own Devil May Cry 5. That's what uh, sucks like I about do. it. Uh, it, which kind of kind of sucks. Um, yep. You can buy the special edition DLC that contains Virgil and a bunch of new content if you already own the Xbox One version and you can play that version if you want to, or if you haven't picked up Devil May Cry 5, I think this is probably going to be a really good option. I mean, for me, as a huge fan of, of Devil May Cry 5, I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. My most likely scenario is I'm probably just going to pick up the DLC at least, just on the, the series, the uh, Xbox One uh, DLC. Have alone, you read up on this DLC? It. I haven't read too much into it outside of what I saw from the initial trailer. My impression was, is Virgil getting his own campaign or his own story missions? Because my impression was like, you just get to play the campaign again as Virgil. I think, I think there's additional missions they said that are tacked on that uh, story stuff or just like challenge story. Missions? It's supposed to be story stuff. Like it's integrated into the campaign itself. They said, okay. Yeah. Okay. And and they kind of did that for Devil May Cry three as well. Like it was very similar. So it's true. Um, I would imagine, I would imagine it's going to be very similar to that upgrade. And I think that when I played Devil May Cry three special edition, it was well worth the upgrade. So, um, if they, if they, there's as much content this time around, then yes, I think it'll be absolutely worth it to pick up then. Uh, but Sean, <laughs> I, I know you're probably not interested. You're probably a hard pass on this, right, man? Pretty, pretty much a hard pass. Aren't we supposed to be outraged by all this anti-consumer stuff that we're talking about right now? Isn't that supposed to be the, re- the reaction? Um, well, I don't, I say that in, in, in total jest, but I don't know. I'm not. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't want to provoke <laughs> outrage. I just want to say that, but it does seem to be the, the general response to this sort of thing. It's like, you, you don't do this. Um, this yeah. is better than the control situation. At least I've just got to throw that in there. It, but why? Like, I thought it, like, if you have it like already, you're not getting the upgrade. Like, isn't that kind of well, the, the difference the this, this time working? around is they, number one, the upgrade, uh, because there's additional content in here as a package and yes, they should upgrade the base game, right. but at the same time, they never promised they would do that. Whereas control, no, they, were, they, mm, they said, enough. Oh, by the way, th- you were going to get this free upgrade. And then that's later, the situation <laughs> with all of this stuff, right? Is nobody ever promises you to give you stuff for free. But the problem is that half of every mm-hmm. other game on this list is updating, giving everybody stuff for free. And this one isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, 
I understand and I and I respect the developers and they're putting in work and I respect the publisher needs to make money, but this this list that I'm looking at, this is the market and I'm not going to be upset as a fan for going, why aren't you doing as a customer, not even as a fan, as a customer, why why is everybody else doing it but you're not? It's the same I, yeah. thing that goes for control, and it's my same issues that I have with some of the things with Spider-Man. I'm not super upset about Spider-Man, but some of the things with Spider-Man, the fact that you can't get upgrades on the game you already have, mm-hmm. you can't buy it separately, things like that. Like, just get rid – I think the mess isn't worth the the heartache. It's like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. could do that and charge it, and yeah, you'll make a little money. Or, or just hear me out, you just put the stuff in there and more people will play your game. They'll be happier, and they'll buy your next game. They'll mm-hmm. buy it more. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I do have – issues here with devil may cry 5 now to be nice about it it's only 40 dollars. it's a budget release yeah um sean i love devil may cry 5 i I think the cinematics and the choreography in that game and what they do visually especially in their cutscenes, stellar almost unparalleled stellar they're really really great uh dante for smash good story good action super fun yeah over the Um, top totally hilarious my my question is like how i already bought it but i'm not gonna buy it again that's that's what i'm wondering it's like i would love to do like a side-by-side of like the backwards compatible xbox one running on series x versus like the new special edition running side-by-side i bet it's gonna look great like what they're doing with with our engine and stuff like that's gonna look amazing yeah knowing capcom i think they're gonna go all out with yeah they're gonna show out for this one yeah and and it's cool i'm just and i here's the thing it's not that i'm not gonna buy it again i'm just not gonna buy it day one i'm not gonna buy it for 40 when it comes to game pass when it hits 20 dollars when something happens yeah maybe i'll go back and run through it and see the new stuff but Mm -hmm. i can't tell you that i'm excited devil may cry 5 is getting you know some dlc enhanced with visual upgrades and they're re-releasing it um i Mm -hmm. wish they wouldn't i was kind of hoping that this was a thing of the past but it's but it's a big it it is an important thing for xbox it's almost like we've kind of forgotten how important that was for devil may cry 5 to show up on the xbox stage back at e3 years ago like this is kind of like kind of amazing that capcom is here and it's and it's here on xbox it's just you kind of wish that they would adopt that smart smart delivery a little bit uh, or the xbox would have paid them for it right put it in game pass yeah yeah and i think that's kind of a pattern we see with a lot of japanese publishers as well it's just a lot of them aren't doing so a lot less of them are doing smart delivery, I think, than than North American publishers. So mm-hmm. there's that going into it. Well, moving on, we got Dirt 5, which I know there's a racing fan in Sean Capri who's probably pretty excited about this one. So, Sean, are you hyped for Dirt 5 at all? This is probably our only racing game on this list. Well, there is one more at the bottom of the list that we'll get to. But are you excited at all for Dirt 5? It's really interesting. I think the dirt and the grid games and all the stuff that Codemasters does is is really phenomenal. It's always man going back in the day of uh, getting my original Xbox magazine. I always thought that these games looked incredible, and we saw a bunch of coverage come out just like I think just last week. And this seems to be the one. It's like let's test out 120 frames on this one and really yeah. see what that yeah. feels like. It's going to look in a certain way, but I think it's going to feel totally different. And I, Jeff um, Grubb loves it. He that's loves the thing. it. I've been talking to him for a week. He's just like I'm never gonna not play in 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 120 and i'm like are you serious at 1080p he's like don't even care seriously 120 all the mm-hmm. time he loves it yeah that's kind of where i've been at with um with my pc gaming i've got a, a 1070 ti i've only got 1080p monitors but i go in destiny to go 60 frames per second on pc to back to 30 frames on xbox and it's like what a huge jump i've never thought that 30 frames was like looking like it was chugging along and looked like garbage but it doesn't look it doesn't play nearly as well like you look you you feel more accurate you feel like the, the game flows a little bit better so that's really what i'm excited about with dirt 5 is just to see like this frame 
rate business. And I've recently um, got my my TV situation sorted out. I got all the cables and yeah, everything. You ready. Did. I got it. It's yeah. working now. So that is good. Crisis averted. And so I'm really curious about this one. Um, I know a lot of people are, are kind of um, casting impressions already in terms of like it doesn't look so next gen. Like I just don't really know about that. I feel like it does look really, really good. And then 120 frames, I don't think that we've really experienced that with any of the gameplay we're seeing online. I well, don't even know if anybody can capture well, they really 120 can't frames Because yet. YouTube yeah, can't can. even display it uh, on the platform, so there's no way to see it. That's the next-gen part, right? People are looking for like a game they've never seen before, and that game's not going to be here. We've, we've plateaued with what we can do visually. We can do a little bit more. We can throw in some effects and things like that, but we're not going to see a drastically different-looking picture that blows us away. It's just not here yet. And it may not be here for some time. But what is here is the stable frame rates that yeah. we have. That's the next-gen portion. The fast load times, the fact that your game's never going to clip, you're not screen tearing and popping, mm-hmm. that's next-gen. That is what next-gen is. And if that doesn't excite you, if you're looking for that moment when you got a Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, this gen's not going to be there for you. But it's going to be there for you once you start playing. So what you yeah. may not see before you buy it, you're going to see when you actually get it. And you see the quality of a life improvement, how you can hop in and out of games, how they start faster, all these things that are going to be so much better. It's going to make, you're never going to want to go back. The day that you have a Series X, you're never going to want to play an Xbox One again. You just want to get rid of all of it. Yeah. Um, because it's just the super, super version of it. I'm excited for Dirt 5. Um, I'm not a racing game like game person either. I specifically just kind of play Forza Horizon. It's really mm-hmm. my only racing credentials I have anymore. I thought Dirt 5 looked great. I watched it in 4K60. I waited for the video to load and buffer and everything, and I watched it, and it looked fantastic. Yeah, man. Um, There's a lot of fun there to be had, and I am intrigued in seeing what my TV and my new Series X can do with something that can show it to me. And Dirt 5 is one of the few games that can show it to me. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not planning on buying it day one because, again, I'm not that into the stuff and then competitive mm-hmm. racing and things like that. So I'm a little scared, but I want to see it. I wish this is one game that I really wish we had a demo. I would yeah. love to just have a demo. Just let me see it. Like, just mm-hmm. here's what 120 frames looks like on this box you bought. Yeah. Like, give well, me three minutes to before. check it out. Codemasters have done demos for Dirt before. So there's a possibility there could be a demo down the road for this game. That'd be great. Would be I awesome. would love a free weekend. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Something like that I would jump all into. Yeah. yeah, that would be super cool. Yeah, it, this, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Donnie. I'm not already a super huge racing fan. I always play Forza Horizon because I love those games and I love Gran Turismo, but those are the two franchises that I kind of stick with when it comes to racing games. And I don't know if I'm going to pick up Dirt 5 at all, um, especially because I don't have a TV that can take advantage of that at least, and I won't be buying one until next year. So, and it doesn't um, have drive avatars. People forget about drive avatars. They're like that, the greatest yeah. thing that they ever invented is so silly and probably is not even a real thing. They just like take your friends' names and they, they throw them like up somewhere. On there. Dirt fans are like cringing. They're just like, Ugh. that's not real. That's not even, the, but I don't know. Like I get, I was, um, I just got a message earlier this week. Somebody was playing uh Forza horizon four again. And they're like, congratulations. Your drive avatar continues to podium in my, in my matches. You're always at the front of the pack. So he's always like nice. racing with me. I'm like, yeah, cause that drive avatar has got a experience man i've got like dozens and dozens of hours into that game i thought drive avatars were awesome like it was just i love being able to see like donnie pull up ahead or nathan or whoever it is like gabe from married to the games like all these people just like just brings it in dude like there's all there's so many like little special touches in forza and that's that's probably the one if i'm going to play a racing game on day one like we'll get to forza in a second here but um i kind of want to see what they do with that with with the improvements that they're bringing to series x that's true I, i can imagine them going all out for that and uh, especially without the new forts like coming day one, like mm-hmm. yeah, I can see them totally throwing some. It may not come before day six hundred. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Well, 
So next up, we got a couple more games that, again, I'm just learning about tonight. We're going to start with Enlisted. This is actually a new game. I think this is actually exclusive to to the next-gen consoles. It is a MMO World War II squad-based shooter that's going to focus on large-scale battles with real heroes and those encounters the soldiers and then basically i'm just reading the this is a game website. Yep. and that's it i mean there's a couple of screenshots there's not very video on this again i'm on, just on the company's website at this point because otherwise i don't really know too much about this game it's not out yet there's an alpha test out right now that you can apply for but that's it i just learned about this game this evening and it's, it exists and it's coming i mean gauging hype levels i think they're probably pretty low across the board you guys i'm assuming right i never even heard of this game i couldn't even find a trailer to put up on the youtube i'm watching i could be certain that it was this game i was really worried because it's such a kind of generic name and generic kind of like looking thing anything i could find about i'm like i don't know they can confirm this is the right game so your guys are just on the youtube you guys are just looking at us right now <laughs> it just it just yeah. looks like medal of honor from like 2012 right and that's yeah. what i was thinking when i was looking at that I was like man remember the day when like those were all the games it's like yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Exactly. Well, next up, we got Evergate. Again, this is yeah. a, game, a new game I, I'm learning about, but it apparently has been out for a while. It's been out some, since uh, September 1st on Steam. Uh-huh. Ori. Um, it, it, looks like a, it looks a lot like Ori. It looks like yep. a lot like Ori. But yep. it's not nearly as good. Yeah. I haven't, uh, so you've played it, Donnie? Um, no, I, I searched it. So I am, I'm a big fan of Ori. As we'll get to. And uh, when this game came out, I had a lot of people that were like, Donnie, it's Ori. And it was in a Nintendo Direct. And I followed it and researched it. And its review cycle was very mixed. There are people that love it. Tens. There are people who give it like four. Wow. Oh, goodness and gracious. The people that I follow that I trust, and I actually saw their gameplay video reviews and them show what was going on. I was like, yeah, not nah, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's it's just it's something to look out there. It's it's I think this is also one that's kind of a shame that it's not in Game Pass. Yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting because it's I don't mean to shame somebody being there for like a launch lineup, and obviously they're hoping that being one of the few new games maybe gets them some sales. But mm-hmm. being an indie game and kind of uh, like they don't even have a link. Like here in the newswire, right? Like they're not even a link to well, the game. Well, it's on the just because it's not listed on the store. I think exactly. all the ones that have links on here are listed on the store for pre-order. Kind of the point. It's not even. It's not even like there yet. Yeah, kind of makes true. you wonder. Like, come on, Xbox. Like, if you're gonna put them up on the list and everything, maybe maybe try to get them in Game Pass or approach them for getting in the Game Pass. Um, you know, like get the I'd ID love and to Xbox know more team to kind of look at them. I'd love to know more about what that what those conversations look like. Because um, I was streaming the other day and the developer for HyperDot stopped by and he was talking a little bit about um, his journey into Game Pass. And I was interviewing him before the game came out. I'm like, so like, what are the chances this comes out into Game Pass? And like, wouldn't you want that? Like, is that something that you would try for? And he's like, yeah, that would be that would be great. And as it turned out, he was working on that at that point in time. So at some point, it's just like, it sounds like they just don't land the deal in time for like the yeah. launch date. And especially like with some mm-hmm. indie games, I think, you know, even just talking to Jules Watchem with uh, with the Tui. Seems like it can go like, okay, don't know when this game's coming out, don't know when this game's coming out. And then like, okay, it's coming out in like six days. Like it seems <laughs> yeah. like you can go from the games not coming out to like it actually launching very, very quickly. So um yeah, it's it's super interesting. Although he may be an extreme example of that. Maybe some of these other games we do have release dates further out in advance. I just think it's worth pointing out that um, it doesn't seem like we have a whole lot of new content releasing at the launch of the console in Game mm-hmm. Pass, and I feel like that's a miss. Mm. Like, where's like we know the Ascent's not here. We don't yeah. know where that is. We don't know where Scorn is, yeah. and mm-hmm. we know the Medium's not showing up for a month. Also, you know, Destiny so it's like, isn't on this list, which is strange. Destiny. Well, that's because it got delayed. It was actually it's, it's in this article. 
its next gen update doesn't come out until December. Oh, right. So you yeah. so the DLC or the the expansion pack for DLC uh, for Destiny Two comes out in that day, but the yeah. next gen version of it doesn't come out for a couple of days out. Or yeah, how it comes out in December. They said. Ooh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it got December delayed to uh, December eighth. It says at the top of this article. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not doing sixty frames Destiny until December, Sean. That's cr- yeah. and that's the other thing too. Like, what is is like what 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 is that magic wizardry power of the of the back and pad? Like, at what point does it just does it unlock something that actually isn't there before? I'm really curious to see. I I, I feel like I'm getting my my hopes up a little bit that Maybe. somehow the power of the series X will just go like, no, Destiny Two, you will play at sixty frames on that original <laughs> version. It's probably not and- possible. I feel like I'm maybe being a little mean to Evergate. Um, I don't, I'm not intending to be. It's just that it looks like a blatant it, ripoff, to be honest with you, and it just doesn't look as good. And I understand that games are getting delayed. Like we're in the times of COVID. Like I get all the challenges, but like I do feel yeah. like it's a missed opportunity that if you have games that are gonna be there on day one, Xbox should get one or two of them and be like, we need a new game in Game Pass. Mm. You know, like we need the Falconeer in Game Pass. Like we need a new game in Game Pass for these people that are buying our consoles in day one. Um, yeah. Because it's not like Game Pass isn't delivering. There's a yeah. lot of great games here that we have with Game Pass. But a lot of them, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are games we already have. Yeah. Yeah. Lot, like the, the, I think the standouts that are coming into it that we're going to get to a little bit later on, I think that those are the ones they're banking on. And it's just, I, again, these are the type of games like uh, Evergate or The Falconeer, which we were about to talk about. I think those are the type of games that should be on Game Pass Day 1. Because uh, like a game like Gears Tactics, for example probably doesn't need that extra push because it's it's got the gears cachet yeah, it's gears. within the name already like it it just it's going to be it's going to sell like it's going to get people to download it whereas i think smaller indie titles you're absolutely right like i think cuz you think uh, about it like when we there. have console launches like i immediately snap back to like resogun or mm-hmm. uh, power star golf and things like that like it's nice yeah. to have like a little something you know, like when you come home, because everybody's going to get Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty and Cyberpunk. Like we all know everybody, everybody's going to buy these big games. They're going to sell gangbusters. But there's an opportunity at the launch to kind of showcase uh, a smaller indie title. Uh, mm. And I think a lot of people have fond memories of that launch game, that game that got you through that first day or two until you got Call of Duty or something, mm-hmm. until you got NBA 2K yeah. or something, you know, like that, that, that one game. And it, I just feel like it might be slightly missing, but... Other people may think it's Tetris. I don't know. You just maybe it might be it might be, um, but you just made me realize like what's going to happen to games with gold next month. Like, is I there going to be an Xbox Series X game, an Xbox one? one, and then a 360 game, or do they drop 360? That would be like, great. That right? would be great. Yeah. Which part? It'd be if great they had if, all like, three. One of these. Yeah, it'd be great if they made the announcement on November first and be like, "Hey, like the Falconeer or Evergate or one of these smaller titles was." One of those. It games. would be great if, yeah, if Series X had a game like a, a like an enhanced game. It doesn't have to be exclusive, right? A cross gen. But if there was a Series X enhanced title in that mix, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so too. All right. Speaking of the Falconeer, it's time to talk about the Falconeer, which yes. again is a game I keep hearing things about, but I never again looked into it. Again, it's basically <gasps> like a flight shooter yeah. almost. But you play Star as Fox a, with uh, birds. Like a, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You play it as a Falcon. Cool. That, it, this game actually looks pretty cool. I'm actually Dude, pretty excited. Xbox to check Series this out. S, 1800p, mm-hmm. like 120 frames, 60 frames solid. Like this thing is a showcase. It's a you know it's an indie game. Don't get me wrong, but still mm-hmm. really really cool. Like it's a cool. This is one of those games that like you could bring home. It's like let us show you what this new thing you you've got can do. 
Mm-hmm. That's cool. The yeah. dev is like he's he's like a one man crew, but he kind of like is outsourcing some stuff, I guess. Like he was he was on um, Major Nelson's podcast a little while ago, and like this is the one. It's just like he's being very boastful about what the power of the Series X can do, and yeah. I love this style of game. Like I think it's super interesting, like dogfighting, but like atop like this giant bird of prey. I think it yep. looks awesome, super smooth. Just this could be like you mentioned Resogun before, which I think was an amazing launch game on PS4 of just this arcadey type of fun experience. This yep. could be that for series x this thing that like nobody sees coming it looks pretty like unsuspecting it's not something that you're going to look at immediately and go like it's not like an uncharted or or gears or anything but it does look it looks super fun i think people are going to be surprised by this it's fun and as i mentioned an xbox series s showcase Mm -hmm. we all know that the the x is a monster and can beef its way through anything but the xbox series s right still kind of has this reputation it's like well you know it's it's you know it's 1080p it's it's 1440p it's not like it's not and the falconeer is proof that it's not this thing is running 1800p all the frames like this is a great showcase of the value that the xbox series s can be yeah and i would if i would if i was xbox i would want to get it into as many hands as possible mm-hmm. like, like let's get this into people's hands so when they start playing on their consoles they can see what they can do is this this one is game pass so right ryan new no, it's just nope. smart delivery what so it'll be on xbox one and xbox series <laughs> x or s and it'll cross over for both but no it is not game pass at least according to this article i mean they what may change their mind what a huge i guess that's what donnie was talking about before definitely okay, I'm, I'm luring you. sean I'm over you. to my side of the line here i'm with you i'm like what the hell i've been talking about game pass for the last like eight months and it's like this was your chance this was the thing damn yep. it yeah and and for folks who are who are watching this or listening to this, the mythical article that that we're, we're we keep referring to is actually the launch date article on Xbox Wire. So this is straight mm-hmm. from Microsoft directly. So um, if it's not in here, then I'm assuming that it's not happening. So if it doesn't have Xbox Game Pass listed here, then it's probably not in Game Pass. So um, and I, I looked in. I, check, I did a little check bit and digging fact check for us as well too. Sure. We've got right. live chat. They can fact check for us too. There's that too. Yeah, they're on it. Well, next game. Is is a game that needs no introduction. It's Fortnite. I don't think any of us, any of the three of us are Fortnite fans or really play Fortnite. My son is. He's gonna play the mess out of it. There's that. You need to so record him chatting with people on Fortnite. I heard that conversation that he had the other day. That's awesome, man. <laughs> That's what we should all do with our kids now. That'll be the that'll be the meta game that we play as parents. The 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 smack talk people uh, our kids throw in when they're playing online games. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what upgrades they do for Fortnite. But yeah, I, I don't think this is going to get me to reinstall Fortnite. But it's exciting news for people that play Fortnite. Yeah, it should be there. That's the thing. If yep. it wasn't there, it would, it, it would be concerning. Like as somebody who's not going to play it, it's like it, this is a staple of video games. It's kind of like actually it makes me think about like what, what the hell is happening with Minecraft? Like why don't they have a, a major update for Minecraft coming out day one? Yeah. That's true, because we know it's coming later, but we just don't know when that is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some of these, like, yeah. pillar staple games, these, like, really, the, the big ones that, like, uh, bring over millions of people, you'd think, and it's in their their their, yeah. their wheelhouse, you think they would have something there. But, um, yeah, good for people who like Fortnite, but there's other games for us, yeah. I think. Well, speaking of a game for us, or specifically Sean Capri, Forza Horizon 4, day Let's one. Let's do this. Whole bunch of updates. Excited to see what they do. Sean, 
how hyped are you for Forza Horizon coming well, back? I kind of just want to see like style. what the Lego the Lego version looks like. Oh, <laughs> I could have looked a bunch so of trailers good, for this one. Lego is is great, and um, they they just kept adding car packs to this game too. Like they even had like the Final Fantasy fifteen dudes in this game. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I think this is 120 frames as well. Um, I thought it was 4K 60. Is it 4K yeah, 60? Is, is that as good as it's going to get? Seeing, yeah. Okay. Well, in, in either case, I, I'll, I'll check it out. I've kind of checked out of Forza Horizon 4, but it is like it's just so great. I'll be curious to see if this game does pull me in. There's just so many other things happening, but it's such a quality game. If anybody's like new to the Xbox um, ecosystem, like this is an absolute play at day one. If you've never played Forza yeah. Horizon 4, if you have no idea what we're getting so excited about, like I'm jealous of the people who have never played this before. There's so many things to like jump in and you grow the festival and like it's just so it's so dynamic and you can play it in all these different ways. I bet all three of us who've played it had done and, and had totally different journeys with it. So I'm, I'm excited for, uh, to, for me to kind of see how it looks on, on the new TV. And I'm excited to hear other people jump into it for the first time. Yeah. Cause I, we know that there's going to be lots of new people in the Xbox ecosystem this time around, I think. So sure. I, I definitely think there's gonna be a lot of people picking this up for the first time. And again, like you said, it's going to be a solid get for anyone who's, new to xbox who's mm-hmm. new to the series for sure i think there's gonna be a lot um, of new people to xbox coming up here yep. Yep. yeah i'm Absolutely. excited I, I i do wish i'll segue to us to our next one i do wish gears 4 and forza horizon 3 were also included um i feel like maybe if you were asking people to replay some stuff maybe pull in one out mm-hmm. uh, you know that's not so current may have been a a good choice if it was possible um forza horizon 4 i believe is 4k 60 with increased draw distance so you have more detail further into the view of the car, which is which is nice. And of course, it'll it'll quick resume and it'll load super fast and all that's nice. And the load times in Forza can be a, a bit lengthy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the moment you're kind of staring at the car for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully, if that zips on through super fast, that'd be great. Um, I'm definitely. I mean, when I bought my new TV, one of the first games I popped up was Forza Horizon. It's a beautiful game. I was like, oh, let's see what it looks like on a new TV. I'll probably do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna sit down and play Forza Horizon for hours. But this you is know. one, and, and when I when I when I get my Series X, I'm going to be really curious on how we can manage the quicker zoom because I almost want to like pin this one if that's even a thing. I just want to have this always available on quicker mm-hmm. zoom. I never want to like load it up. I never want to see the start menu. I just want to like jump in and go back into the game. So that's kind of how I, I want to experience this one. I don't know if one of your questions was going to be this, but I'll go ahead and answer it. Uh, the first thing I'm going to be doing when I get my console is loading up three or four things and swapping Seriously. between them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think everyone's yeah. going to do that. I mean, uh, yeah, we'll get I'm most excited for it. I, I, I've said it before. Um, I think it's right there on par with like maybe the share feature from last gen. I think this is the one feature that I, I'm never going to not want to have again. And I think playing anything that doesn't have it is going to feel antiquated and old. Yeah. I'm so excited for quick resume. Um, and not to throw stones, but in, it's such a different way than like the cards and the activities, things that like PlayStation doing. I think they're good and I think they're somewhat similar. Um, but quick resume is a systemic level. It's not on the developer. It's not on anybody to code. We don't have to worry about people using it. And it's not like so customized and detailed. Like this is a a system feature. It's just like, you know, it's like, it's just, this is how the box works now. And the fact that it's going to be there the entire time, I would not be surprised. And I was predicting it was going to be the case. I was actually kind of shocked that it wasn't, but I wouldn't be surprised in five years from now, everything quick resumes. Like I don't, I don't, even if you're a person that's like, I don't want it. It's one of those things where like you don't have to use it, but it's still kind of awesome that it's there. Like, what it's do you just, mean everything? Like, yeah. like Sony or PC or something like that? Or do you mean yeah. every? Yeah, yeah, no, everything. Like, I, I imagine that this will be something that every launcher, everything, everybody that can will, because it just I don't understand how it's taken us this long to get here. But now that we're but here, who's asking I don't for think, that? 
that's that's my big question is like where in like the forums or whatever like no, i've never heard anybody even say i would love to be able to just like snap between things i don't know where it this wasn't came possible from. and yeah. now it is and just like before like now you could take a sh- you could take a screenshot with a button like right. it wasn't possible now you can and now we just all take it for granted that's exactly how i look at, at quick resume like it's just something that once you have it you're never going to want not want it and it's going to i feel, think it's surprise sony it's going to feel I, old and slow if you can mm-hmm. Like if you got to shut down your game and go to another game and load it, you're like, what is this mess? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but with less load times, it shouldn't be too much of a big deal if you're loading a game that isn't in Quick Resume. But yeah, I mean, you you're right. You're never going to want to go back to it again. Especially, you're never going to want to go back to your original Xbox One for that reason because you were not. Oh, gonna it's going to feel like, so. Old. It's going to feel so bad in 15 minutes. It's going to feel so bad. I should have yeah. prepped like a like a trailer for quick resume for this section here. Instead of us talking about Forza Horizon Four, I should have been like you know us somehow I mean, like sneaking in that feature as like a game that you're going to do on for uh, or something that you're going to do on day one. It's an evergreen yeah. thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's such a we all play games that we play kind of all the time. Sean, you've been playing Destiny, playing a lot. I always play PGA Two K. I'm still over there with the golf mm-hmm. crew, still churning out tournaments. We're always going to have like these staples in our game time that are just there in quick resume whenever we want. As we mix in and out new games that we're playing, golf is a perfect example of that. To just like jump yeah. on in, like if I if I I don't know, you like if I've ever really thought all of that, and you mm-hmm. just hit golf and you're just in the league. Yeah, it's just yeah. like well, hey, you're just on the start. course, you're ready to hit the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's your tournament. You just keep going. The fact that you could play three holes and pause yeah. it, and then go play something, come back later the next day and play three more holes. Like yeah, man. I know it sounds like I think there's some people that are like. You're really overselling this, Donnie. Like, you're, you're doing too much. But I don't think I am. I, I truly 100% believe that w- this is one of those things that once you give it to people, mm-hmm. there's no going back. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, next up, Gears 5. Speaking oh, of older games, we're this is kind of where we hit the row of older games. 120 frames per second multiplayer. Are you at kidding 4K. me this game? I was reading the other at- day that you can still get up to 4K at 120 frames. That Have you seen that anywhere? Nuts. For, for multiplayer, right? Yeah, for multiplayer. There was footage of that. It came mm-hmm. out of, like, Argentina or something. I was like, is that true? <laughs> I, I don't know if it is, but, like, it was, like, it's it's thing. Like, uh, uh, WCCF Tech has a blog up. Because was was it 4K? Is there any way it was 4K 60 on the 1X? I feel like I'm – because I never did any 4K, really, with my 1X no, very much was, at all. It was 1440p. 1440, okay. Yeah, because I yeah. knew that that was, a, that was a huge deal, that it was going to be 60 frames on multiplayer. And it definitely felt – much smoother when you did play on multiplayer but yeah dude like this is again this is something like yeah it's an old game but honestly hopefully enough new people jump on into this playing multiplayer that it's uh playable for many of us so like non-pros that haven't been playing this every single day since it launched i guess just last year um the <laughs> game has become quite difficult i think for me to to play i think people are absolute pros with this but it's something again people should definitely experience this um the escape mode in it that they that new multiplayer mode i think is really interesting and a showcase this is this is the one is we've been disappointed by where halo is has kind of disappeared off the map but i think this is going to be the one that can can push your system even though it's a bit of an older game Plus, I think it's uh, another game like Forza that is definitely the anyone who's new to Xbox, you should start here. You should play, play this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like Forza, like th- that's kind of the, the part of the list we're starting to build, which we're going to get to a couple more of those later in the show of the games you need to play if you're new to Xbox. And definitely Gears 5 is definitely one of them. Even if you're even though it's got a five in the title and even if you haven't played the other Gears games, just jump into Gears 5. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Next up, I just played Gears. Gears. I just finished oh, Gears. You, you just finished the gear right here. I just did uh, Gears 1 again. 
Um, I love Gears, and I'm totally I'm excited to tell you that I'm totally planning on replaying the campaign in Gears 5. Ooh, I might have to play with you, man. Co-op can't campaign wait. is super fun. I can't wait. Um, I <laughs> I have this analogy that I've thrown out a few times now. You guys have probably really heard me say it, and I feel like it's pretty apt. I feel like Gears is like Xbox's version of Uncharted. Um, at least in the campaign story level. You know, Uncharted has you, you know, killing all the enemies, hopping around, you know, jumping things. Gears 4 and 5 are very, very similar. Um, different game, definitely, you know, different mechanics and stuff, but the design of the game. Get to an area, kill all the people, find little puzzles, find little collectible, get back on something, get a cutscene, go to the next area and do it again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for me, you know, I said earlier, like, I don't do multiplayer games, I'll do these loop games. These are the games I do. I do these little campaign games where I like that little loop and I love Gears. Me too. <laughs> I absolutely love Gears. It's my favorite franchise, probably my favorite Xbox franchise, if I had to say. It's probably the one I've definitely spent the most time with, uh, for sure. So, uh, one of the things I did when I got my new TV, I loaded up Gears and Sean, it looks great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure and, I did. And the day that I did it, I took a bunch of screenshots and Devin was like, dude, it looks so good. You've got to play it. And I was like, one more month. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait and I'll play yeah. it on the new thing. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait. It, You're making I, the I'm, correct decision in waiting. I'm, I'm ecstatic. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to play cyberpunk and stuff. So like, this is a quick resume. I'm going to yeah, quick man. resume into a campaign. I'm going to play a little bit. Quick resume. Go play golf. Quick resume. Get back to cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take me a month or so, but I'm totally replaying gears, gears. I can't wait. There it is. Well, again, speaking of gears, segue. It's time to talk about Gears Tactics. Though This came out on PC earlier this year. Uh, we actually did a review earlier this year, you and me, Sean, uh, of Gears Tactics. Uh, we both played it. We both weren't blown away by it, but I think we both liked it and think it's probably worth playing, at least, for sure. I'm interested to see, though, how this game runs on consoles at all, like how it's going to be run running with the controller. Um, I mean, I think you played it with mouse and keyboard, though, on PC, right, Sean? Yeah, I, I did you play with controller? I don't even know that it, it I was played even with possible controller. with controller. Yeah. <laughs> I played with controller. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm not playing with my mouse. That. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, like exactly. it. Like strategy what? games seem to just like go into hand in hand with for me, like just with like controlling with, with a mouse. And and I'm just curious, like I mean, we played in it maybe a different way in terms of like we were trying to play it for review and we we're just trying to get through and the game kind of holds you up with like some of the side missions yeah. that aren't really side missions. Um I didn't love this story and i think some people really did but this one is not this is where you guys know that i'm not just like here to like hype up everything that's coming to xbox like this one i thought like the gameplay was really solid i thought the the weapons and the effects and the way that the the normal game the, like the, the gameplay from the normal gear series translates into this turn-based strategy the way that you can help each other out and you get um extra boost and you can kind of risk it to get the biscuit so to speak um and if it works then um then you can actually turn the top in a battle but it's just like that key point of moving mission to mission and then getting stuck in some of those side missions that really held me up yeah. but i mean maybe it maybe playing on it on the couch would be a different experience but i'm not i'm like middling on this one yeah i mean i'm kind of in the same boat where i'm like i was really excited for the first half of that game and until you got to the middle part of the game where you're you are just bogged down with side missions you're doing more side missions than the story it's just right. like okay yeah, okay. I just wanted this to find just, out what happened because I like, just want to finish have, this game at this point. It did have moments. It was like, okay, that's cool. I see what you're doing. Like that was kind of like a oh, oh snap moment. Um, but they're a little too far and between, few and far yeah. between. That's what I meant to say. So Donnie, since we've never had a conversation about Gears Tactics, what what did you think about it? Because Sean and I both are kind of on the same page. But what do you think? I didn't play a whole lot of it because I I I've, I don't play on my PC. You yeah. gotta really really get at me out of my way to play on my PC. 
And mm. I did, and like Gears got me there, right? I was like, all right, I'm going to download and play the game. I played it for a couple nights, and I really enjoyed what I was playing. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, I think some of the reviews scared me off, and that's why I didn't like go with it. And I was always kind of, even when it came to, even before it came out on PC, I was always kind of like, I'll probably play it more when it comes to console. Like, I'm happy mm-hmm. to wait, because that's just how I play mm-hmm. games. It's not anything against PC. It's just not what I do, right? It's just not me. So uh, I've been waiting to come to console, but some of the reviews kind of scared me off. I, I was... Uh, my memories from the reviews were this game's like 40 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a yeah, Gears experience. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, really not, really it's not 10, 15, 20 hours. It's twice that. That's yeah. a long time. Um, and, and again, like the 40 hours, like I would say 25 of those hours are side missions and 15 of that is the campaign. Yeah. Okay. But you have so to do a lot of the side missions. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah not, it's, not a, it's not really a side mission. It's directly yeah, in front of optional. you. Mission. You've got to do it. It is a hurdle um, mission. <laughs> And then the other yeah. part that threw me off was there were some Gears folks that I go to for, like, Gears info. And they were like, you know, the story's good, but it's not necessary. It's not all that mm-hmm. important to Gears. Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, a surefire way for me to be like, well, what am I doing here? Yeah. Because I'm not that person. You know, like, I'm not – I don't play – you know, I'll play Horde with Sean, but, like, I'm not out here playing multiplayer every night. I barely even play multiplayer. Yeah. Like, it takes me having a really good friend that's like, hey, come play multiplayer with me. I'm like, all right. But I mainly play I, Gears for the story. So when you're like, the story is not important and it doesn't really tie into everything else. And it's just, you know, it's just a side story. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, then, you know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of it just lessens the importance for me. It's like, well, then I don't but, have to play it. Yeah. Um, the story I'll, itself, like, takes a little time to get going. But I think once the story gets going, it's it's really good. Even if even if I don't really consider it in the same like lore, like to the same standards as normal Gears games, I still think the story is actually pretty good just as a standalone thing if you treat it like that but um it it starts really slowly though like, but i want it to be important it goes to like back. gears universe right like i have all right. this baggage that i bring in with me from having played these other five games multiple multiple mm-hmm. times it's like i want this other side experience to give me a little something add a little flavor give me some nuance fill in some gaps like make it worth my while playing and uh nobody that i heard that played played this game extensively ever told me that that was the case yeah and yeah that's it, just kind of the bummer part of it, it was more of a like just pr- like not that it felt like less of a game i actually thought it was very well thought out and it felt like a fully featured type of game um but it felt like a proof of concept like the can gears exist in this style of game and then can halo kind of exist with its real time i love the halo wars and the, the missions yeah. were fun like the, yeah. i thought that was good um, definitely the inventory stuff I, I remember kind of being bothered not in the fact that like i i like the customization people were making different like characters different podcasts and stuff and stuff that was cool mm-hmm. but like i would go to start a mission and it'd be like you haven't changed the gear on so and so and then i gotta go dive to the menu and find the one that i gotta change and swap that one out to the other one like that's just i don't like that stuff in games like and i'm not just destiny i'm not people, diablo mm-hmm. right i'm not XCOM. that's not what i do <laughs> i just kind of want an easy button it's like can yeah. i just press optimize and then keep playing the mission yeah, that would be too easy. You don't want that. You don't want the too easy option. It's too I much. do. Well, next up, a game that uh, is already out in early yep. access. We got grounded from from uh, Obsidian, and uh, again, it's still kind of early on in the early access period. There's not a ton of content there right now. I think they added a, a content added in a, a recent bunch. patch. Yeah. yeah, but it's still probably like less than five hours of total content. I would say if you were to play through the story itself, I mean, you can go build a bunch of stuff out of leaves and other things, but for sure. the most part, I think the story, the, the story in the game itself is not anywhere near a finished product, but it is good to get some uh, series X enhancements. Unfortunately, again, we don't have 
too many details on what those enhancements are going to be. 4K 60. 4K 60? Okay. Yeah. I was searching all over the place. I couldn't find that. So I'm actually surprised mm-hmm. that you found it somewhere. But uh, it's yeah, surprisingly I mean, good looking, like for how cartoony it is. Like, I don't know that you I really love look this at this. Game. I think it's great. I think it's I think it looks really good. I am not the like you were saying earlier, like you're not the the, the, the looter shooter type of type of gamer. I'm not necessarily like the early access type of gamer. I don't think like I've had sure. I've had my journeys even just with like betas before. I'm like, I'm not sure that I need those in my life because I kind of get my fill with the with the beta or in this case, perhaps even with the early access to to the point where when it does go full feature to version 1.0 and launches i'm like i'm not sure if i'm there for that but i think this game i had a ton of fun with it it totally caught me by surprise um earlier on this summer and so i'm kind of curious to see where it goes but i'm glad to hear 4k 60 it could push a little something something on uh, series x i think it's beautiful and i can't wait to see all the sun rays and all the lights and stuff yeah um, man this is one of those games right where all the things i told you before like you'd be like well this probably isn't a game for him and, and i went into it thinking it wasn't and it totally hooked me i played this me game too. nonstop for like a week mm-hmm. this game was and That's i awesome. was i remember um i reviewed it with kevin uh just like our early impressions of the of the beta and i was like i could get lost in this game for a year yeah man i totally could i just building the next thing finding the next thing like once i learned like and i think they could do a better job at like kind of um hand holding you to the discovery and getting you the recipes and stuff a little a little better yeah. than they do but once i got that stuff and then i grasped here's how i here's how i win here's how i get better that progression loop man it got me hard i my memory of this game is i played this game like all weekend like 10 hours a day mm-hmm. <laughs> like i got mm-hmm. lost playing yeah, Garrett too Garrett bland as and, well was all in and i this. just like i was like i yeah. gotta put this down i can't keep doing this like mm-hmm. <laughs> i gotta let this go <laughs> Well, we uh, actually we Sean and I played it a ton when it first came out and we we loved what we played. And I think uh, both us and I think we also played with Joel Brooks as well. Mm-hmm. And I think Tony we all came, kind of came to the conclusion after it was over that we kind of just wanted to wait till it was finished. And I think that's kind of how I feel about it now, too, where I'm the type of person who actually doesn't mind jumping into an early access game and seeing how it evolves. Um, I'm the type of person who plays beta f- betas for games. I mean, I played in the Final Fantasy 14 beta for months before that game came out um, and was super excited about it even after it came out. Um, but at the same time, the story in this game seems interesting enough that I don't want to ruin it for myself by playing it in tiny chunks over. Yeah. You don't want it in pieces. Exactly. You want to see the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's why I'm kind of sitting on the fence. Did you guys kill the spiders? It. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of us kill killed a bunch of, yeah. A couple Dude, spiders. Yeah. That is, I was, I thought it was it's exhilarating. The spiders. Totally. Like I got like this monster hunter type feeling, man. When I went to go wage war with the, and they, their eyes turn red mm-hmm. and you start hearing the rumble and the thumps as their legs start chasing. They're so fast, man. Yeah. I loved it. I was yeah. so into it. It was great. It was one of those, like, because we had a couple of different types of experiences on Xbox's generation, like Sea of Thieves comes to mind, and then this, and it's like, this isn't the gritty, like, this isn't The Last of Us, right? It's the polar opposite of, of experiences that people are heralding over on, on PlayStation, and I think people saw this and were like, enough of this kind of stuff, this bleeding edge, this, this grounded, yeah. like, it doesn't really hit that mature audience, and then people played it, and it's like, oh, wait a second, this is yeah. actually super fun. And I, I remember and Obsidian's of, great. Exactly. And I think there's going to be a lot of that coming up in this next generation as well, that there's going to be a lot of just different types of experiences. And Ryan and I have talked about this a lot on the show of like, it, it means that there's not really going to be an identity for Xbox, like game studios necessarily. It's not going to be like a certain type of game when you think of 
game pass games it's not gonna be like one genre or another there's a whole bunch of different ones and that's good for variety but it's also bad for like you don't know what to really expect where on playstation people like people like to live in boxes they like to go on nintendo i'm gonna get my mario experiences i'm gonna get i know what i'm gonna get over there playstation i I pretty much know what i'm gonna get over there in xbox it's like you really don't and so i'm i'm really just hoping that we all remain open to these types of experiences because i i look at something like with survival in the in the description it's like no thank you and i played it i thought it welcomed me into the game and into the genre really really well totally harken back to obviously uh, honey or shrunk the kids and i just i had a lot of fun with it i did and too. i know remember too the first game first week that game came out like a ton of people were playing it it was all over twitch hugely just, successful it was all over the place and it just it didn't it just didn't have the legs at launch because it just the content wasn't there beyond the yeah, like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's really access yeah, yeah. exactly and i so, i mean i'm i'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm going to wait for it to get finished. You know, like yeah. I'm not like I'm going to go replay everything I've done and rebuild a base and all that. I'm totally going to boot it up. Mm-hmm. I want to see what it looks like in 4K60. I'm going to do that. Uh, but Sean, I would push back a little bit. Only going forward, I think we have a clear kind of brand for what Xbox is. And they're going to have these little experiences and whatnot. But I think over the over the, at least this generation as we step forward, shooters and RPGs. That's yeah. – we're going to have a lot of shooters and RPGs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's just really uh, yeah. Because when you say that, like those first are definitely games, games that comes like yeah. Uh, when you have Bethesda roll into what Xbox is already doing, mm-hmm. and you think Gears, Halo, and then you add in Machine Games and Wolfenstein and Doom, and then you add in all the RPGs <laughs> and Obsidian and everything. Yeah, Gears, it's, it's shooters and RPGs. It's gonna be mm-hmm. a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other like. Maybe we could have a whole other extra mile on like what is the identity of of um, Xbox Game Studios? Because I think there could be a case to be made about all the other things. Like, what are what role does compulsion play? And and like, there's like an indie type of experience yeah. that you can that you yeah. get out of Game Studios, Xbox Game Studios as well. Um, compulsion and Double Fine and a couple of others. They're kind of up and comers for sure. Yeah. All right. This next game is another is another bit of a re- another reader on our. Is it an I'm going to go to it's King Oddball. So I'm going to read the official description from the story. You guys I'm going to get a this? drink. I'll be back. You should. Okay. You should. Blow up tanks. I don't have a Crash helicopters. It. Squash puny humans. Collapse structures. Hurl boulders until nothing remains. End the world. That's it. That, that's the description for this game. It's five bucks. And, Why is it here? Uh, apparently it you list? play as a giant planet with a crown and he's got a face and a long purple tongue. It's, that's the it's, game. It's it's worms. It's Angry Birds. <laughs> it's a mobile game. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Worms is more complex than Angry Birds. The fact that you're lumping worms into the same category as Angry Birds. How dare you, sir? I'm trying how to paint. You? I'm trying to paint a visual for those that aren't watching and they're listening. I know. I know. I'm kidding. what they're going to see. Think worms. Think Angry Birds. And that's this, that's this is a mobile game. Like. This is I'm a mobile game. At the picture of it, and it's like, yeah, it's definitely it's five dollars. It's a mobile game. Shouldn't be on their list. I Which think one are we on now? What, what is this? The same one? Same, same game. King Uncle. Okay. Same no, we haven't, we haven't moved on. I think We're Xbox is on. doing their, their, uh, their marketing pitch for these consoles a disservice by slapping the Series X and S logo on this. Yeah. Not to say like games shouldn't, you know, all games matter and all that. Watch but this like, one be amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the, it's it the next fun. thing. It's like, I mean, who like, knows? It's the next, on, like, the shade for the next flappy bird. It's huge. I leave like, goodness gracious. I mean, look at all the shade at, at uh, Fall Guys before it even came out. Now everyone loves that game. So, yeah, you True. never know. I don't True. remember that at all. Well, next up is a game that was a fan favorite, but unfortunately just didn't really jive with me personally. And that's Maneater. It's a game yep. about a shark. You play as a shark. You eat other sharks and other things and people and fish and get eaten by alligators. That's what you do in, in Maneater. It's a 
really interesting shark survival RPG game. I guess, shark PG. A shark PG, where, where as you eat fish or other life forms, you can eat bigger things and bigger things. And, and that's what you do in Maneater. And then you go around and you basically have to hunt down uh, this like hunter that killed your mom, I think. I can't remember if it was yeah. your mom or dad. Yeah, yep. it's perfect. Mama or dad is, it, is shark. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like Jaws the Revenge, essentially the game, except you're not following the Brody family. You're following a, a TV celebrity hunter, essentially. Swamp I people. love it. Yeah. Um, Donnie, did you play Mandy at all? Yep. I played with like my it? wife. We had some drinks. We had a lot of fun eating people and like throwing them up in the air and jumping on and doing that. And then once we started getting into like the RPG grind and like the advanced dog fighting, wasn't as much fun. Yeah. Kind of just wanted like the rampage, like go on destruction and be that. Mm-hmm. That I intro to, I sequence that, Jaws. They, that they let you do where it is basically Jaws. And yeah, it's you're super like fun. the fully leveled up shark. That is super fun. But yeah, literally when you get into the RPG stuff, like you said, it really kind of less fun. It, it gets off to a really <laughs> slow start after that. Yep. It's, it, it starts off with uh, such a good high, high, high. And it kind of, go, kind of goes down. I kind of wanted <laughs> this to be like, uh, I wanted it to be a jaw sim where you go nuts and you go raid terror. And then like you find a puzzle, you puzzle your way through like another beach and the whole time, like you're being hunted and like just the stakes get raised, you know, to the point where like the entire world is after this one shark who's causing, that's what I wanted the game to be. And the fact that it wasn't that I was like, Oh, I'm out. Yeah. I just, I just have this reason I'm kicking myself over here laughing. It's like, I, I think about like Donnie playing a game and I just see like this thermometer going up and down with Donnie's mm-hmm. face getting smiley as things are more fun and getting frowny as they, as they become less fun. Like it's 100%. just up and down, man. Yeah. It's a roller coaster. Yep. I, I mean, even emote. when I'm playing games I love, I'm like, well, this part isn't as fun as the last part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just <laughs> <laughs> Can we can we use the game pro faces from back in the day? Exactly, that's exactly. The they just indicate the, the Dottie's level of excitement with mm-hmm. a certain game. Definitely, yeah. It, when a game gets five for fun factor, Donnie just like his head explodes. It's that's crazy. what I'm I should have prepared it's for the video that, uh, for this thing. one. For next time, somebody remind me. Next time that when when we kind of like do this sort of like game by game, or like if we're doing like some sort of like E3 or something, we go we talk about these things. I want to like have a graphic show up over Donnie every time. Like this is this like <laughs> is this max hype Donnie? Is he like like hitting like god levels of like blue hair and, and anime levels or is he just kind of whatever we can put a super saiyan effect on him it'll look great kind of what it'll i want look yeah. Great yeah yeah uh, yeah well next up let's move on to manifold garden this is another indie title that again i'm just learning about today this is a kind of like an mc escher looking oh yeah uh, good call. puzzle game yep. it's a first person game you're going around this world and you're trying to basically solve puzzles to get out that's what it looks like to me. Are either of you guys at all excited about this? Or did you even know that this was a game before today? Because I did not. I did because it came to Apple Arcade at the time that I had oh, my okay. tablet. So a lot of people have been playing this on mobile and stuff. And it's on Switch. Um, I wanted to play a lot but more. And I, and I think because it came to Apple Arcade, it, it kind of has a preconceived value. Kind of wish it was in Game Pass. And I hate mm-hmm. that I keep saying it. It's not that I want every game for free. I just feel like the cases that we have kind mm-hmm. of warrant maybe that opinion happening um but yeah this is one of them it's like put it in game pass it's a super cool look style type game yeah. um i'm in like it the trailer looks really cool yeah I, I i'm i'm going to play it um i'm just not going to play on launch day like you know you buy a brand new system talk about the most powerful pon- you know console and everything it's like hey play manifold gardens like no no thanks mm-hmm yeah, I don't really have much else to to add to it other than that. Yeah, I wish it was on Game Pass, but that's kind of fortunately it's just going to be the narrative I think for the next little while for those of us who have Game it's Pass hard until 2022. To see them market Game Pass so much and talk about Game Pass so much and even you know like this last week I Phil can't Spencer's believe like, this. Know, we're I Game feel, Pass, we're doing Game Pass, mm-hmm. and it's 
and here's the new console, and it's like, where's the Game Pass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of bonkers, actually. I don't like yeah, it. Well, I don't like it. We've uncovered this. Only so many I just think the stuff was delayed. One play. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just delayed. I think that's the upsetting part. It's, it's not good or bad. It's just the Game Pass stuff was the medium. The Game Pass stuff was a scent. The Game Pass stuff we know what it was. It's just not here yet. Yeah, and uh, we just got to wait a little bit for it. And that's okay. It's not bad. We've got tons of stuff to play. <laughs> you yeah. know, so like, it's not bad. It's just it. It's the optics. I think if you're trying to win somebody over and they hear you going Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, they're like, okay, so what do I get in Game Pass day one? It's like, well, mm. the stuff, a lot of stuff you already have or could already play. It's like, yeah, well, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, next up, NBA 2K21, brand new to next gen, apparently, because you got to pay. The, it's the, one of the first games on this list that's uh, $89 here in Canada or $69 in the States. Yep. 70. Um, it's basketball. It's, it looks uh, great. It's from 2K. It looks really, really cool from the trailer yep. that they did because they did a next-gen trailer. Man, it looks so, so, so good. And I'm this loving one the side-by-side. Side. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sorry? Danny. This is one of the few games that looks next-gen. Yeah. People are going, yeah. I don't see next-gen. Yeah, 2K. Look mm-hmm. at next. Look at the next 2K versus the old 2K. That's what next gen looks like. It looks great. Yeah, this, I was just gonna. That's what I was gonna say. The side by side, the screens that they were releasing is like that's it, man. Like this is. It looks so much better. Even the trailer they're watching right now, it's just like the the animation is fluid. The faces look so much better. The clothes, the like. There's always been this weird like fabric thing that just doesn't really work, especially in in sports games. It's like the the jerseys that people wear is such a critical part of the overall like visual of it, and they've always looked off. Even the basketball looks incredible in this. The lighting looks awesome, and the floor, the crowd, like like critical parts about sports games that have always been lacking. Um, I'd like to see a little bit or hear more in terms of like the play by play. That's my own personal like gripe against sports games that it's got to get better um i'm not sure if it requires some sort of like ai type of um solution instead of the pre-recorded type of stuff that we're just not quite there um but visually this game looks incredible i just wish i knew how to play it like these games have gotten so like simulation that i I, i'm not very good at them they do lean very heavy towards their um you know their 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 most core fan and i I understand why they do that i'm I really like 2K, and I've got it on Switch, and I bought it. Uh, it was the f- one of the first games on my PlayStation 4 on launch day, and it's one of the few games that I buy on Xbox. It's one of the few sports games that I still buy with advents like EA Access, which is coming to Game Pass and all the other things. 2K is one that I still um, have bought, uh, not as much in recent years with all the microtransactions and their their little casino you know, loot mechanic and stuff <laughs> yep. like that. It's not great. Um I, I want to hear more about that. I'm not going to spend $70 to play 2K. Right. But once 2K goes on sale, I'm totally going to get 2K because um, I still enjoy playing exhibition games of basketball. I still know how to play these games. I know how to run pick and roll. I know how to mm-hmm. run triangle. I can play two-man game and stuff like that. And I just get in a basketball mood. And uh, I think the interesting thing about this one for me personally, and, and I'm, I only say this to maybe bring up the perspective that maybe basketball fans will have, although I think 2K sells – Probably prove that more more false than anything else is. The basketball season is weird. They're hoping to start in January, but right. they may not start till March. Yeah, and like they're kind of in the off season now, and it's not particularly expected to be like a really uh, eventful off season because the cap is going to be lowered and teams to be a little more conservative. So this is one that I'm actually personally kind of happy to wait on until like the season starts. Like I kind of right. want to wait they until they hand. start making trades and start mm-hmm. doing drafts and the season starts to start playing. Because I like to kind of. I like to kind of play 2K as I'm watching the games and as I'm following all the news and all that kind of stuff. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to wait a little on this one. 
But the other thing, too, that isn't on this list at all, which is kind of insane because it's Xbox's, um, it's their article, is EA. Like, of course, EA's, like, NBA Live is terrible, and, you know, nobody's really looking forward to that. But FIFA is just coming out. It's got to be looking good on the next gen. Um, NHL's coming out as well, and those are games that people can play. Madden uh, is getting updated. Madden as well, of course. Yeah, I mean, NHL's not getting a next gen version, but, yeah, certainly FIFA and, and Madden. That you can play at the very least a 10 hour trial with that, EA yeah. access with your Game Pass, which that's when the two merge in together, which is on, on November 10th. So it's like, celebrate that to your point earlier. Like, what am I going to play with Game Pass? It's like EA access is a yeah, whole yeah. bunch of stuff in there. So that, that came to mind. I'm totally going to play the NHL game. game just for the retro mode. Oh, <laughs> totally yeah, exactly. Right. That just for the retro <laughs> mode. Spend my teraflops. entire trial doing mm-hmm. that. <laughs> No doubt, they, they released a, a small trailer of the actual game running with the updated rosters, and it looks so good. I'm so excited for it. It's perfect. I love that. It looks great. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, there isn't going to be a... That's the one sports game they're not doing a next-gen version of, and it makes me sad. Uh, well, let's move on. We've got Observer System Redux. This is basically a... I don't know if it's a sequel or if it's basically a new, like a re-released version it's of the It's a re-release. Yeah. It's a re-release. That's what I thought. Yep. Um, but I don't know if it has new content. Um, I never played Observer at all. Did you guys play Observer when it came out? Uh, I, I bounced off of it. I tried it. I, I was in it for a couple hours and I don't know if like what the, for me, the voice acting really, and they kind of like highlight in the, in the, uh, in the trailer here, who's doing all the, the voice acting. It just, I don't know. They like the Eastern European kind of like, I don't know. It just didn't really work for me. Like it's, I don't know if it sounds like bad acting or if it's just like a, like an accent that just doesn't hit with me or what. I just could not get into this game. I think it looks super interesting. It is Bloober team. And a lot of people have a lot of great things to say about this game and this team. I, I just don't really have, um, I don't know. It's for somebody else, I guess. Yeah. It's well, for they're me, also doing I pre-ordered well. it doing yesterday. Both. You pre-ordered this game? I pre-ordered it yesterday. And so I, this is the game when you said earlier you were looking for, you know, a game that would showcase your new hardware. I think this is the one, Observer. What? Um, it has all new lighting, all new facial stuff. It has ray tracing. It's got all the things. They have a side-by-side comparison video on GameSpot. Looks fantastic. Um, and hmm. it's a cheap budget release. It's $30. And if you yeah. pre-order it, you get 10% off. So I got it for like $25. And, oh, you're, you uh, love yeah. a deal. You love a deal. I do love a deal. Absolutely, I love a deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the spooky game, and we don't have the medium. I really wanted to, when I was for the last few months thinking like, what am I going to play day one? It was, I'm going to play the mediums, the new game pass game. It's a new game. Like I'm going to play the medium. And it's like, well, the mediums not coming until later. I'm like, well, you know, then I guess I'll get observer because the other thing about observer, um, I still haven't, I haven't played it. I never got to it. And uh, I do like a spooky game. And just for whatever reason, I just never got to it, but it has great reviews. Really yeah, good reviews. It really does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 85s, 90s, mm-hmm. 95s, a lot of high reviews. So there's – and it's not just like a few. Like I don't say like – I don't say it has great reviews and I mean like three out of 100. The majority of the reviews I think on this game are very positive. Right. So I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing out on something and the fact that they've done so much work to it because it is kind of a night and day difference. It kind of looks like last gen, next okay. gen. Like when mm. you see them side by side, you're like that is a lot better. <laughs> that is absolutely better than what it used to be. Hmm. So I was kind of looking at it like, well, I kind of want to see what my new box will do, and I want to play something new. Like, this is a cheap game. It's not putting me out $70. Right. Right. I already got Cyberpunk of Valhalla. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's see some ray tracing. I want to buy some ray tracing. Mm-hmm. Trace those rays, bro. <laughs> let's do it. Well, this is uh, Bloober's way of making it to the Series X launch because they weren't able to with the medium. It's coming out next month or sorry, in December, but 
observer is there for you day one. And again, with all the, the, the work we've seen go into a game like the medium where I think that's probably the most next gen game we've seen on Xbox period. Like it, it would, it makes so much more sense that they're taking an older game and applying all of the things they're also doing to the medium to that game as well. So I think you, I think you just sold me on it, Donnie. I think I, I may pick Ooh. this up and play it. I'm, I'm I hope we like really it. I hope that. you're not like, damn it, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, money. worst case scenario, like you said, it's it's cheap now if I if I pre-order it because it's on sale. So yep. there you go. And at the well, very least, it. you get to see some ray tracing and some new stuff, even if you don't like it. It's a good tech showcase. For sure. Well, next up, it's a game all three of us are excited about already. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. All three of us kind of have it in our in our like close race for, for game of the year, if not our game of the year this year. Getting some new enhancements, but I'm going to ask, who's going to play Ori again? Sean, I'll start with you. Don is shaking his head, which I'm actually really surprised about. Um, I think that I am going to replay this game purely for that 120 frames mode that they're adding to this thing. I just can't keep saying enough great things about and how excited I am for 120 frames. It's like this this jump that nobody's really experienced about that everybody seems to downplay. And I love the way that... that 4K. At four, it's nuts and hdr is an absolutely gorgeous game the story behind it is amazing the metroidvania elements the platforming it plays so well this is such a highlight in xbox is real i think it's amazing and I, i'm watching the trailer now and i love this thing where they they slow things down like 50 percent to show the choppiness of 60 frames per second and then how smooth mm-hmm. and slick 120 frames is i can't wait to get my hands on this thing 4k it's, it's already a perfect game it's 20. already there. And then when they we just see 120 take the with these other games. They're like, it'll do 120 at 1080. It'll do 120 at no. The Ori at 4K. Yeah, dude. 120. That's nuts. People are like, well, this isn't next gen enough. Are you out of your mind? I'm sorry, man. 4K 120? Show me that on your graphics card. Well, and it also scales to the Switch. <laughs> like, that's the thing that's amazing about this game and the build is that it goes from Switch all the way up to Series X. It's just nuts. Um, my game of the year, and I mean, I've said it a bunch, so I'll say it again for your listeners or anybody that's listening to this on YouTube, you know, maybe getting an Xbox and wanting to know. Or in the Will of the Wisps is the best exclusive game that Xbox has published this entire generation in my period. Wow. In my opinion. And I don't think it's all that close, to be honest with you. Or in the Will of the Wisps is my favorite platformer of all time. And I'm a Nintendo fan with a Nintendo podcast. Mm. It takes a lot to come <laughs> to that resolution, but. I've never felt a sense of achievement. I have never felt so much gratification. I have never been so invested in a story for a platformer. And I've never been impressed at how a game taught me to do things that I have never done before. Right. Like Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And it's just Mm -hmm. crushingly good. It's stunningly good. It has no business being as good as it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, people need to appreciate it. Now, the reason I'm not going to replay it, Sean, Ori requires your utmost attention. You can't juggle Ori in my that's opinion. True. I don't think that's, that's the best way to play it. Yep, good point. And I'm going to be playing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I got Valhalla. I got Call of Duty. I'm going to check out Grounded. I'm going to be doing Gears 5. I got a lot of things to play. I don't think that's a good recipe for Ori. And, and I think people that try Ori and they're not willing to commit to Ori and give it the time invested, I think they. I think that's a big reason why they don't see Ori the way that I do. Mm-hmm. If you're going to play Ori in the World of Wisps, clear your schedule. Yeah, sit down. Put on some headphones and learn the game because it requires you to do so. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not hard. It's not undoable. And I think that's the that's the appreciation for balance that I think I have had with this game because I'm not a great gamer. I cannot mm-hmm. be Hollow Knight. It is too hard. I'm I can't with do you. It. Same thing. Yeah. 
I beat Ori and the Will of Wisps. I made it all the way to the end. So mm-hmm. if I can do it, anybody can do it. And it's not easy. But it's also not out of reach. You can do it through the process of trial and relearning. But the way the game teaches it to you, I think, is masterful. And I don't use that word a lot. And, you know, like, that's the top of IGN scale, right? Masterful. Or in the Will of the Wisps is as masterful a platformer as I've ever seen one. I don't, I don't think there's any better way to put it, man. Yeah, I'm totally with you. And, and I was, um, before this game came out, I, um, I had a similar realization that you just said. Like, I was just going to play a little bit of Blind Forest. I was just going to, like, remind myself, like, how beautiful it was and that opening is really great and the game isn't wonderful. And then I'm like, I damn near 100% of that game. <laughs> like, I just, like, f- I just fell in, man. There's nothing else that was going to pull me back out. And it was a beautiful way to start this, this year of absolute garbage fire and i I think you're right i I, and i have a feeling i might do the exact same thing because i still want to do i still want to see this 120 frames i want to see the improvements but it might like be like at the cost of all those other games i may jump in just to see it and there will be a day where i come back and replay it there'll be a lull in the calendar i'm like this is the time this Mm -hmm. is the time to sit down and replay or in the will of the wisp but uh i mean i just want to be clear like i'm going to check it out because i want to see 122 but I'm not going to play Ori in the But this is the Game Pass game. This is the one. Like, oh. if you're getting Series X, you've never been in Xbox land before, like, this start incredible. with this one. I yeah. think you might, I think you should probably start with this one. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the best games of this year, period, full stop, regardless across the board of whether you're Donnie, who uh, is, thinks it's one of the best platformers ever, to me, who really liked it. I think it's one of the best Metroidvanias I've ever played. And Sean knows I play a lot of Metroidvanias. Like, Super Metroid is my favorite game of all time. I play a lot of Metroidvanias mm-hmm. and Ori of the Will of the Wisps. I can't say enough great things about it. And it's again, it's another one of the games like Gears 5 and Forza. It's a game that if you haven't owned an Xbox before, it's it's on the checklist of play this day one when you buy your Xbox. If Ori fact, was a PlayStation game, you'd never hear the end of it. Or Nintendo anywhere. Like, yeah. that's just the thing. Like, we don't, we're not very good at celebrating like these amazing like once in a generation game. Moon Studios yep. will go down as the one that got away. Yeah. Um, that's such yep. that is such a shame but you're absolutely right donnie like this is this is the one that people should definitely play Did we mention it's gorgeous yeah so like if you're looking good. for like a really gorgeous visual on your brand new console ori is stunningly beautiful mm-hmm. yeah well next up we're gonna we're gonna bring things down a little bit we're gonna talk about planet coaster you guys do you guys know what this game is it's a roller coaster tycoon-esque game coming to series x Coming out on November 10th. I think it's actually it's uh, coming out on both consoles. It looks like but it's coming out day and date with the console. And it looks like Roller Coaster Tycoon when I look sure at the trailer. Is. And when I look it looks at the like game. a Kinect game. Yeah, there's a bit of that to it. But it's got like I didn't, that zoo I didn't tycoon that, look. Yeah, it's got that. It's got the the early uh, earlier uh, games. Like, I mean, those games are always fun. Yeah, but it's definitely not the game you probably want to play with your Series X when you get it. I'm assuming. Just yeah, pass for me there. Yeah, same. All right. Next up, a game that's been out for a long time that uh, I know some of us have gotten into, but not others. Sea of Thieves getting a big update. Of course, it's going to be there. It's a live service game and it's a first party title. So, I mean, this is kind of one of those duh games that, of course, it's there day and date with the console. Um, Are either of you at all excited to go back to Sea of Thieves? I'll start with you on this one, Donnie. Everything that I just said about Ori, reverse it. Like just the opposite <laughs> of all that and throw that at Rare's way. I'd see if these never con- clicked with me. I never had fun outside of like 
kind of making fun of it while I played with my friends. Yeah. I was like the most fun I got. It just it never clicked with me. I don't like the tedium. I don't like the the team aspect. I don't like constantly being under barrage. I don't like not having like what I would consider like a real story and a real adventure. You know, it's got some quests and you go read a map and go find the chest and stuff, but it all just feels surface level to me. And it's a great sandbox and it's a beautiful game. I love the look of mm-hmm. the game. Um, but I never really clicked with the game. So this was, this is unfortunately one that, um, I'm just out on as somebody who runs an Xbox podcast. I feel bad because I know there's 10 million players and there's a lot of people yeah. that really, really love it, but it is just not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like there's a couple of these games that have gotten a lot better over the years. And it, that pull that, that I, I see that, like I'm not missing that. And everybody's celebrating like all that they can get pets now and you can, they've added a bunch of stuff to this game. And I'm like, I see it. And it's for whatever reason, I just haven't like gone back to it. This game is, I think, kind of passed me by, um, even though they've done all the work to it. It's the same thing with uh, No Man's Sky. I recognize and I truly admire all the work that's gone into those games to bring them back up to speed. It's just, I don't know. There's I, I Donnie and I think are are very similar, and maybe Ryan as well. And a lot of people are like this too, where it's like I I'm looking forward to what's next. I'm kind of looking to to the next game, and that has a huge piece of like what I'm going to be playing. And that's why I think with Destiny, like with expansions coming out, like that has a draw to me somehow. And even though like it doesn't really work with Sea of Thieves because there's they have similar types of expansion drops that that Destiny does, but. I don't know. I like that the the, um, the gunfighting doesn't really feel that great. All the things that you just talked about, I like. I like playing with friends. And I like just going off on adventures. Um, but I think it's kind of a pain in the ass to get from you know place to place. Uh, it takes a long time, and you basically fight like one of three enemies, from what I can recall. And you eat a banana to heal. I don't know. It just seems it never. It just didn't really like grab me in. And I feel bad saying it because. People who I really like and admire really like this game. I love that people are really enjoying this game, but it's just not for me. I probably spent too much time talking about a game that I'm not going to play, to be honest. Definitely. And and just to round things out, yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. I mean, this was already the type of game that was kind of an uphill battle for me personally to get into because um, pirates are not a thing for me. I do not like pirates. I can't get into pirate stuff. I am kind of, they're kind of, um, the way I talk about superheroes with Sean I like pirates less than superheroes, and I already don't like superheroes. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where a, a, a pirate game has to be special for me to want to play it. I and want like, a ranking of Ryan's like there. things that he likes and he dislikes. Like what's at the top? Okay. Like Magic the Gathering is at the top, then it's like Final Fantasy fourteen, and then there's at the bottom there's superheroes, and then below that is pirates. Like the, I the mean, scale. I, 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 I mean, I like Wild West stuff more than pirate stuff. There you go. So I think it would just be fun. I, don't I think it'd be fun love to do those that. games either. So well, Fable's kind yeah. of pirate stuff. Yeah, that's that's the, some of the stuff I don't like about Fable. So, yeah, I'm just I've, to be fair, I, I've just never really been into pirate stuff. So it has to like it has to be a game. I was gonna but say, a game, but there are pirate games it. that I do like, like Sid Meier's Pirates. I love that game, despite the fact that it's overly piratey. Or a game like Secret of Monkey <laughs> Island, I really liked, even though it's all about pirates. But it's but I think those games are special. Not just not because they're pirate games, but because of the game itself. Whereas Sea of Thieves, it just never had that draw for me as a game outside of its setting. And again, yeah. the setting just appealed to me. So I think that's why I never really could get into it. But let's move on. Let's talk about something we're excited about, I think. Tetris Effect Connected. This is coming for the first time to Xbox. It's been out for a while on PlayStation and PC. And I think you guys have both played it, right? 
I played it. Yeah, I rented it from the library. Uh, this is one game that I'm playing the trailer that was, which is the same one that revealed the back end. I can't remember which event it was. It was May or June or whatever it was. Um, and what a beautiful game. Like Tetris is a timeless game. I think it's really hard to screw that up. Although I think Ubisoft did at one point, um, on this, this past gen. But it's, it's a gorgeous game. It looks really great. The music is absolutely wonderful. It has its Tetris. And now we have multiplayer, like this connected, um, edition. It seems like the definitive, definitive way to play Tetris effect. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad this one is coming to Game Pass, correct? This is yes, something that day and day it's like, this is what Tetris should be every, like, honestly, it should just be like, Tetris should be on every video game system and you just get it. Like, it should be like paint on your PC. Um, and this, this is a gorgeous way to play the game. So I'm excited for a lot of people to maybe play it for the first time. And it's just like, it, you get in a trance playing this one. It's, it's like a, like a good old, like, Winamp visualization in the background, uh, with, with Tetris in the foreground. I'm actually really excited to play this one because I've, I've mentioned to you, Sean, before, I've never played Tetris Effect. I didn't buy it oh, when it was so on good. PlayStation or PC, and I love Tetris, and I love Luminez. So I am so stoked to play this when it comes out. Um, and if I'm not playing Assassin's Creed, I will have this game in quick resume for quite a while, I can imagine. I'm nice. super excited to play it. Yeah. Uh, next up, The Tourist, a game that came out, I think, last month, actually, um, launch day and date with Game Pass on the console is getting a next-gen version day and date with the console. Again, I don't know what the upgrades are for this game in particular. I think it's just updated, uh, some updated visuals, I think, and maybe 4K support. But uh, it's a game I, I have installed on my console, but I've never actually decided to play. Did, did either of you guys play The Tourist at all? Beat it. You, you beat, beat it? it? You oh, think, snap. Oh, I love this game. Um, it's 4K 60. No, that's as already was. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I, I, I was looking already. at a blurb. Like, yeah, it's already, already 4K good. 60. It's a beautiful game. Um, I bought it for the art style. It is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's an adventure puzzly game um, that's quite deep and it's pretty cool. And there's like a lot of stuff in there, but it's not, it doesn't hold your hand at all. You got to go click on all the things to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of obtuse. So if you're not into that type of stuff, you don't want to go figure it out, go find it. Um, you probably won't like it, but it's a short enough experience. Um, you get in there for the visuals and it gets this kind of funky, crazy stuff that you get to do with it later. And it's like, there's an arcade, like you start playing other games in the game and stuff like that. And the helicopters and, and there's like this little, uh, these, these little puzzles with this, uh, like, uh, alien race of technology that you deal with, you find. So it's like all this subplot and stuff that kind of has world building. I loved it. Uh, I think it was on my game of the year list last year. Um, holy was, crap. Really? It was, uh, top 10. Yeah. It was definitely a top 10. Oh my for me. gosh. Um, I really liked it. I really, really did. So uh, anybody out there that hasn't played it yet, I can only recommend it. And uh, yeah, if you're getting a Game Pass on day one, I, I, mean, I would recommend it again. It's great. I'm not going to replay it, um, but it's it's really good. I uh, it's funny because yeah, nice. you, you do talk about like the visuals being outstanding and it's it's this like voxel type of like boxy type of thing, but like the lighting is the it's thing that's surprising. Super like, sharp. It's very it's vibrant. Sunrises and nighttime mm-hmm. and the, like the light cast and like it's got a lot of material stuff that you get to do right like with leaves and grass and sand and you know things like that it's and it's just really really it's one of those things where you know you uh, you talk to everybody to find the thing which lets you do the other thing which lets you uncover the other thing which lets you get to the switch which gets you to the puzzle it's one of those type of games mm-hmm. um, so if you don't like that you know it's definitely not a game for you because it yeah. is that but if you if you can stand that. Um, I won't tell you it has like a particularly good story. I will say I think it has a really cool little adventure, and it's just it's really, really, yeah, it's really, really beautiful to look at. And uh, it just has some moments. There are some things that you uncover and you find them 
that are really, really cool. Mm. And like when you do okay. it, you're like, this is awesome. It was, I think one of those things I said, I think maybe on Shaq was just like, a lot of games don't do this. And uh, I remember I was talking to uh, Marty from Nintendo Dads because he was playing. I don't think it was meshing with him as well as it was mm-hmm. with me. I was kind of walking him through it on, on his stream. And I was like, yeah, do this instead. Go here and do that. And uh, it was more like one of those things. So I think it's for certain people. Um, I just so happen to be one of those people, I think. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm interested in checking it out. Um, again, I haven't installed, but uh, – I don't know if it's a game that I want to play in the middle of the November season. It might be a game that I might wait till January to play when we have less games. Um, I'm kind of already starting to build a list of uh, those games that I play then. And I think the two of us might be one of them where I just kind of wait on it until then. Um, but next up, it's, I think it's five, seven hours. I think I spent it's, it's not an overly okay. long commitment. Yeah. I didn't think it would be too long. I think it, if I remember it's been in, it's been a year. Yeah. That's a long time, man. Well, next up, War Thunder, another game. I had no idea what this was. Apparently, it is a uh, free-to-play military game where you drive tanks and planes and you blow up tanks and planes. And Guys, this is guns. what we're playing. Free-to-play, I am in. Let's go like run the streets with our tanks and our planes and our battleships. This could be the one, you guys. Who knows? This is a. Uh, I've actually downloaded it on my Switch. What is that? The World um, World of Tanks. World of Tanks. Kind of reminds yeah. me of that. Like, you see, like kind of corn is in that. Is that the one? Is there, are they like the so. band? They're or releasing they are, a new music video in World of Tanks. Wow. Yeah, in World of Tanks, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, sure, why so, not? This brings me to a subject that uh, kind of came up when I was looking at this list that kind of falls in line with War of Thunder. Where is Crossfire X? Where is the single player for that game? I thought that, Good like, they, they were touting that as a launch title forever, and I'm kind of yep. surprised it's not mm. on this list at all. Mm-hmm. Like that's yep. that's a game that's very curiously missing, even though the multiplayer I wasn't excited about. But the single player for Brevity looks really cool. So I'm actually kind of surprised that it's not here at all. Uh, but yeah, like War Thunder, these types of free to play military games, they've never really been for me. So moving on, we got <laughs> Warhammer Chaos Bane Slayer Edition. Uh, I didn't know too much about this because there's a bajillion Warhammer games. Uh, but this game kind of looks like Diablo, Diablo uh, Warhammer. Essentially, yeah. like it's a top down, like isometric action RPG. It looks kind of cool. Uh, it's the type of game that I probably would try out if it was on Game Pass. But mm-hmm. because it's not on Game Pass, I'm probably not going to check this one out. But what do you that guys That was think? my opinion. So I got nothing else to add to that. I, I played it from the library. I actually quite like my time with it. It, it when I when I get into something like this, I'm always like, why am I not just playing Diablo, though? Like, there's a certain genre that there's mm-hmm. there's a variety of genres where I'm like, there's sort of like the, there's a standout game. I'm like, if I'm going to play a, like a real time strategy game, why don't I just play like the Starcraft? genre is the game. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Diablo so is the genre. The, the Diablo likes the rogue likes. Like, why don't you just kind of play well, the, with, uh, the original one with Torchlight coming out this week? Torchlight three just came out this week. And I'm just like, I could play Torchlight three. But why wouldn't I just play Diablo instead? Exactly. Like, I feel like a lot of people have that. But I mean, there's people really like Warhammer. Um, I think this game had a rough start. I think if for whatever reason, I remember um, it being a little bit buggy at the start, but I never really experienced any of that stuff. And so kind of interesting that it'll get a, a bit of a refresh. And I don't know, it's it's a cool game. It's super it's just fun just to kind of like turn off your brain, I think, and just go kill stuff mm-hmm. in that Diablo type of experience. Out of all the Warhammer games that I've seen trailers for, this is actually one of the ones that looks the most appealing for me. So I might. It's easy know. to jump we'll into. See. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, next up, a game that is going to be in our hands within the next couple weeks. Watch Dogs Legion. It's we finally get to talk about Watch Dogs Legion. It is coming day and date to Series X. 
Um, but it's also out at the end of the month if you're going to play it on Xbox One. Um, and it has spurt delivery, so you can play it now and then pick up where you left off when Series X comes out, or you can just wait till the console is out. Um, I know Sean and I have had the conversation that I, that both of us are probably going to play Watch Dogs on Xbox One. But what do you think about this, Donnie? Is this the type of game that you would wait to play on Series X, or are you going to jump in first? But on no, Xbox I'm waiting One to play it, and it'll out. probably be a while. I, I have not, I'm not like overly fond of Watch Dogs. Um, one or two haven't really done it a whole lot for me. So, um, if I didn't have game pass partner, I wasn't going to be playing Legion to begin with. Um, I, I wouldn't buy it myself, but I have a, a game pass partner who loves watchdog. So he's going to throw it in the library. And, uh, after I get done with Phoenix rising, after I get done with cyberpunk, after I get done with Valhalla, after I get done with some of these other media things, when does Phoenix rising come out? December, that like December 4th? 4th. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're really putting this one down on down on the list. This is it's not just be like 2021 before I get to watch dogs. It'll be this a while. is the, the yeah. and you can play as anybody. Like this, I feel like I just yeah. need to like go up to people and smack them across the face and go like that is bonkers. We this is something that we've never had before. It's like the crazy idea That's that somebody true, brings up to a table. You want? I think it looks sounds awesome. I think it looks, it looks so really cool. cool. Uh, and I love the second Watch Dogs. I never even played the first one. And, and it was the location that got me with Watch Dogs 2. It was like, let's go wander around San Francisco. And I you thought that no game was super playable. A game that has no central protagonist, like its story might not be let down the fact that you can be anybody at any time. But the central protagonist is DedSec. The organization is, of the, course. is the central protagonist. That's okay. the, I, maybe a little bit like with Zombie U, kind of like where you just like you would die and then you'd kind of pick up and be somebody be else. Random Joe possibly yeah i don't but it's just totally a totally different character a totally different like vibe and i don't know i'm it's a good point but honestly it hadn't deterred me because i'm really just amazed that they're actually going to pull this off it's like this idea that i've been waiting for them to go yeah but this like you can play with anybody but it's like but not really and it doesn't really seem Mm -hmm. like that's going to happen it just seems like there's so much freedom in this game I haven't yeah. been following it super close because, again, I'm not into it. But one of the things that I remember liking about it from um, one of the little UB directs that they've been doing was they seem to have certain missions that call on certain p- types of people and the and the like the qualities and the things that they bring. There's certain skills. I think that's really cool. Kind of reminds me of like heist missions in GTA. Um, I was right. part of me was like, even like, can we do that with friends and stuff like that? Like, would that even make it even cooler? Or just like being that tactician. That can do that. I don't know how much that game is centered on that, though. Like, is that actually a thing or or do they kind of just walk you through it? And it's not really a thing that you get to do. But um, the idea that you could be anyone. So therefore, you could develop like any strategy to attack a situation seems really, really cool if they land, you know, if they nail the landing. Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, each character that you recruit has a specific class of like five specific class types that's assigned to them. And they each have a random um, perk that's assigned to them as well. And there's like a, a database uh, of uh, the developers were telling me, uh, because I actually got to interview them at this time last year, last October, um, about this game, uh, that there was like a per- a perk list of like 200 perks or something like that. And each, so each person was like really different from each other and, and no two people on the street that you would recruit would be the same. Um, so I thought all that stuff was super interesting and getting to see the recruitment pres- uh, missions in practice. Cause I actually had a live demo played in front of me of recruiting people, like recruiting anyone off the street, like the way that they have you go through and basically, uh, solve some of the problems for the, the, um, the person that you're trying to recruit. And then that's how they join dead sec. I thought all that stuff was super interesting and I'm really excited to see how it all plays out in the main narrative 
in, in the game itself? Like, are you going to want to roll with a crew of like five or six characters you really uh, come to come to love? Or are you going to want to basically recruit everyone in the city and then just pick and choose kind of who you want to use for each mission? Like, I think everyone's games are going to be very wildly different. And I'm so excited to hear all the stories of when people go and play this game. Like this was a game that I was not ex- super excited about because I'm like you, Donnie, I did not get into Watch Dogs one or two. Um, but again, from the moment I saw this game being played in front of me, I knew this was a game, a, a game I had to check out and play. So I'm super excited for the end of the month for us to play it. And, uh, you'll be hearing about us talking about it on the podcast for sure. Well, I'm going to be I making mean, the transition, dude. You asked the question to Donnie, but like, I'm going to be playing it the moment that I can possibly play it on, on Xbox one. And I cannot wait to see what happens when I just go like, I load up my, my Series X. I leave all the cables. They're going to be the exact same. I'm just going to take out my One X. I'm going to put in my Series You're X. You're going to want to swap that HDMI cable. It's going to, no, it, everything's sorted out. It's all good. Okay. I've got that, I've got that, I've got that sorted. You got the so new ones? Yeah, it's all good. Everything's everything's great. The new so console's going to come with a new cable anyways. That'll probably No, but I've got distance and everything else. But yeah, no, my, the, everything, is, everything is great. And I can't wait to see. This is one of those few examples uh, where smart delivery is going to come in. I'm going to pre-play and I'm going to put in maybe You don't like, have to worry about your save. So you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about whether or not it's going to work or not. You're just going to plug in and keep playing. It's going to be like magic. So I'm really excited for that part of the experience as well. Yeah. All right. We're almost at the end of the list, you guys. We only got three more games and we can go pretty quickly between... Two of them. <laughs> WRC nine FIA World Rally Championship is coming to Series X. It's a racing game. This the only other racing game on this list actually is is uh, this game, and it also looks like dirt. It's a rally racing game, and I've never been to any rally racing games, so my excitement level is very very low on this game. Are you either of you guys excited about anything to do with rally racing games at all? This Pass. this is kind of dry to me. I've played these ones in the past, and it's very professional, very like simulation. Even though it is like the the, the rally seems like it's kind of like the extreme and the um, not you know F one or NASCAR, but it is. It does re- it does kind of require you to to pay special attention to to the driving and to the kish- conditions and everything else. And it just to me like these this series is kind of like lack that personality that Forza just so it, it has in spades. So it looks good. But it's probably going to be a pass for me. Yeah, I think I think so. I think we're all in uh, in agreement there. Well, game that might not be a pass, at least for me personally, Yakuza Like a Dragon, out date and date on Xbox Series X, and uh, it'll be day and date on Game Pass. The article itself doesn't list it on Game Pass, but uh, it, but Sega has confirmed via Twitter that it will be day and date on Game Pass. So you will be able to play it day and date. Uh, this is a game that I was not at all excited about because I've never really played the Yakuza games. But from the second I saw Jeff Grubb post some gameplay of this game, it looks like Persona mixed with Yakuza, and I am all in for this game. It looks great. And I'm going to probably play it to death, and this will probably be my gateway into Yakuza, and then Sean's going to have to deal with me every week talking about Yakuza (laughs) and all the weird stuff that happens in the Yakuza games going forward, because I think this is going to probably really get me into into the series going forward. But I've said my piece Donnie, are you at all excited about Yakuza Like a Dragon? No? Hard pass for you? Yeah. Okay. Sean? Yeah, no, I can't wait to hear you talk about it. I'm going to be busy with Assassin's Creed. This, It looks interesting. It looks wacky enough that I should want to play it, but I don't know what it is. I just... I, I'll listen to, to what you have to say about it, but this... this, this, uh, this you're not, series, you're not upset about the performance at all? No, no not, not really. really. Okay. No, I mean, for the most part, it... it looks fine i'm just gonna play it on the normal mode 
which looks like it's the best performance mode. And uh, yeah, I mean, the main thing for me is as long as the gameplay is solid, I'm there. I mean, that's what matters most for me, especially with an RPG like this. Um, It's less about the flashy visuals and the it doesn't need 120 frames, I think. Like this type of game is a turn based RPG. Like it doesn't need a super high frame rate or anything like that. So I'm yeah, I'm super excited to check this out. But last game, the final game on this list. Yes, your grace. This is a RPG like kingdom management game. And uh, yeah, I didn't really know anything about this game. We're until really tonight. ending on a bang. I think we did this for it. And it's all like pixel arty and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks interesting. Uh, did you guys either of you guys hyped or excited for this? I have to ask. It's part of the show. Zero. It's just too bad Zero. we did this alphabetical uh, order because we're, we're ending None. this thing with just such we're a. We're doing it in the order womp, that womp. Microsoft presented it. In, okay, mm-hmm, we can, mm-hmm. that's all. That's I mean, Xbox just wanted to, you know, front load us with all the good games, and then we yeah. got to uh, the games we we're less excited about at the end. But the main thing is we've gone through all thirty games, you guys. We've told you our hype levels of each one. Uh, but before we go, I'm gonna go to something that Donnie uh, mentioned before. And I'm going to ask again, because Sean and I have answered this question before, but I'm going to ask again. I'm going to see if this has changed between the last time we discussed this. Um, so, Donnie, you already said what you're going to play first on your Series X, right? Yep. Uh, Sean, what are you going to play first on your Series X? I don't is remember what Donnie said. I have, a sh- I have a goldfish memory. What did Donnie say is his first one? I'm going to be playing uh, Observer until probably Call of Duty comes out, and then I'll be playing that is crazy uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, cool. Okay. Gears, um, Gears 5, too. I'll mix some of that in there. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, as I was kind of walking through my mind, like I'm going to I'm going to already be in to Watch Dogs 2. And so I at the start, I said definitely going to be Assassin's Creed, but something <laughs> might have me go depending on what happens with Watch Dogs. If I've completed it by then, um, who knows? I, I doubt it. But I might just kind of like have that casual uh, transition from the one X to the Series X, but probably a Ubisoft game. I think it, I think it's almost no doubt that I'll be playing either Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed. But there's a few of those all the um xbox game studios i want to play i, I want to play the falconeer i want to try gears 5 again i want to play forza horizon 4 again um did i say ori i think that was the first one i want to play all those games so um it but this this whole list is such a weird mixed bag it's not good i, I wanted to go maybe there if i can just hijack the yeah show yeah bit. no I'm, I'm with you yeah i think this we've is all not a very good list it. it's not a very good launch list it's missing a lot of things it feels a lot better if you just extend it by a couple of weeks Mm-hmm. You know, like you're getting assassins or you're getting Call of Duty in two or three days. I'm going to be yeah. playing that. Like, if you're asking me, like, what are you playing first on, on Series X? Like, I won't be playing it the day I have it. But the first thing I'm probably going to really sink into is Call of Duty while I yeah. wait for Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, I've already got Call of Duty. I want to see next gen Call of Duty, 60 frames Call of Duty. So it's probably going to be Call of Duty. And whether you like it or not, like, it's almost unarguable with the polish that they do. Like, Call of Duty games oh, are time. at least technically very, very good. Um, and I loved last year's Call of Duty for whatever that's worth to anybody out there. I thought its campaign was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be that. And then Cyberpunk. And once I get into Cyberpunk, however long I stick with Cyberpunk, is really going to dictate to what I'm playing for the first three yeah, to six months. months. Yeah. Like I might be playing that forever. Like So um, I don't mind the lineup being as bad as it is, but I totally think it's worth calling out and pointing out that it's not good. Mm-hmm. There's no Spider-Man. There's no Demon yeah. Souls. There's not even like really like a sack boy. We're talking about Game Pass is no offense, and I didn't really get a chance to talk about it, but Tetris Effect? <laughs> like I get it, and I, I understand that people like Tetris, and it is an evergreen mm-hmm. game that people can get into it. And I played it in VR, and it is cool that they have little kaleidoscope, you know, effects and stuff like that, but I wasn't 
I'm not like enamored. Like I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to buy my new console, play Tetris Effect. Tetris 99 is yeah. a better Tetris game. You know, like, uh, so like, I I I don't think the lineup is all that great, and I wonder where these games are. Like, where is the ascent? Where is uh, 12 minutes? Um, I don't mean like too mean, but where is Zelda Fox? You know, like, where are Dude, some of these yeah. other games that we're looking for? You know, like they just seem to be gone. Like they're just missing. And um, yeah, I, I think it's a little unfortunate, but they'll they'll roll out. Like I said, Phoenix Rising is coming right behind there. You know, like as the months progress, once you get into like December, like by by December first, there's a ton of stuff to play. Yeah, well, and by no, January first, like, the there's even December... more stuff to play. The month of December for Xbox is lit because you got uh, you've got that Phoenix Rising, you've got Dragon Quest, and then you've yep. got the Medium. The Medium in December, like that's those are mm-hmm. three ama- like amazing looking games just for December, the month the month where no games come out. So I mean, yeah, like I think there's going to be a lot to tide you over, even if it's not the the best showing. I do think that there are there's going to be a lot here to to sink your teeth into it. Just and it just really needed Halo. I think as you brought up, that's the, the Crossfire, Scorn. Yeah. Are those 2021 games now? Well, yeah, we don't know. I mean, for all we know, like um, with the way indie development works too, I mean, you never know. We might find out a week before the console comes out that a game like 12 Minutes will just be on the store that next week. I hope so. I still see that. I don't think we've seen a delay yet. You know, like I, I don't think I've heard that. I haven't seen that yet. So, and then I think it's still listed 2020 everywhere. That would get me really excited. Like I would be really excited if that was a day one game. If 12 minutes mm-hmm. just showed up and it's like, hey, it's day one, it's Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. I, I think my entire it would just elevate like kind of the whole thing for me. Um, I don't want to just sound alarming and just like you know hyperbolic on this. I, I, I do think it's fair to say that with Game Pass, you no longer need. A launch lineup. This, it's. I, I actually I argued this with Kevin quite a bit before he quit the show. I actually think the idea of comparing launch lineups is like an old way of doing things. It's so not 2020. You know, it's like this condition thing. It's like, well, who has the better launch lineup? It's like, guys, it's not Sega and Nintendo anymore. They have thousands of backwards compatible games. There's nobody that's possibly played them all. It's not like you have to play one of these 30 games day one. You don't. And I'm also leaving up the notion of. I don't know what they're doing right now with Bethesda while the deal is being solidified, but we saw Doom Eternal like drop mm-hmm. right away. What's the chances they throw in a, De- a Bethesda gamer for? Yeah, and they just like kind of beef it up a little bit with that. Um, I totally think that's possible. Right? Well, Fallout totally Fall Four just straight up plays sixty frames per second, just like just out of the box. Like yep. that they are not going to do anything to it at all. We didn't even talk about. It. I'm totally going to boot up some back and pat stuff. Like when I saw mm-hmm. Crackdown doing, like I was like, I totally want to see that. It looks incredible. That looks <laughs> yeah. nuts. It almost it looks better look than Crackdown nuts. Three. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're right. So I'm totally going to do some of that stuff as well. So I'm definitely not alarmed. I'm, I'm not like, oh yeah. my god, this is bad. But if you're looking at it through that specific lens, you're, you're trying to compare them. Like, not a, not a stellar launch day. I mean, well, I mean. In terms of that there's not 16 games that you're going to try to be playing, which I feel like this is actually the best sure. case scenario. And Tim Alpha's in the chat. He was asking if there's a long game for launch, and like Breath of the Wild was for Switch, um, because he missed the beginning Valhalla. of the show. I think that's exactly it. Is it that's yeah. Assassin's yeah. Creed, but of course that's that not an exclusive Cyberpunk experience. It's a week later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but those are the games that I'm going to be playing. Like, so for me, I look at it, I look at this in a similar way that I look at, um, like a Nintendo Direct or any of the, um, any, any of those sort of like digital events that we've been seeing and people kind of judge them whether or not they were great or not. And it's like, can your wallet afford that show? 
right? Like if you, sure. if you have to buy as many games that you want to play, like, can you afford to do that? And I think in most cases, the answer is no. And in this lineup, it's the same thing. I can't, if I had to buy all the games I want to play, I can't afford that. It's too much money. And I want to I play do. too many games, but there's nothing to your point. There's not a, there is not a Spider-Man. There's not a, a Demon Souls or anything like that. But I'm I think, super happy with Assassin's Creed. I think the Xbox One lineup, for example, their launch day, I think it had more options for people to, to, to really want to play, I guess, more, more high caliber options mm-hmm. to pick from. Um, but again, different world and a non game pass world. Like we're talking about like the idea behind this, this topic is just to give you the idea that these are 31 enhanced or new games dropping Xbox that day. It's omitting the thousand games that are there backwards compatibility. It's omitting the hundreds of games you have on game pass. And I yeah. still think there's some Game Pass in that box of some sort. Two weeks, mm-hmm. a month, something. There's Game Pass in that box. Everybody's getting that box. We'll be able to play Game Pass that day. There are hundreds of other games that we can't, you know, go through one at a time. And uh, they may not be optimized, but it doesn't mean they're not going to be great. You know, so uh, I, I, I like Destiny 2, give... you're still mm-hmm. going to keep playing that. People are still going to be playing Apex and all those games that they already play. So there's Thanks still a lot to play. Um, I want to bring up Halo, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a Halo-sized hole here, it feels like. And, uh, yeah, I and think even like what they are doing on PC, like the updates that are happening on PC, does that version get on the Series X and where does that happen? Like we've kind of got a couple different versions of Master Chief Collection. Um, and quickly we've kind of gotten to almost like we're, we're damn near launch. And I was hoping that they would have the PC collection of Master Chief Collection all done. They would have sure. Halo 4 and everything all finished, but I don't know that they're going to wrap that up to the point where they would kind of like dovetail in together so that when the Series X launched, the PC version is complete and you get all of that like all those updates that people are experiencing on, on, on PC now. Sure. Yeah. 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 Imagine the, like the high frame rate versions that are on version of that game on PC on console. Like I think right. that'd be amazing. And then you close a chapter on that and then you have Halo Infinite come out and then maybe you even have like a Marcus Phoenix collection come out and maybe you do have like all the, all the gears, all the gears games come out and that's going to be like this generation's version of like, how do you get, just imagine like playing all the, and Johnny, you're not a, you're not a uh, multiplayer kind of guy, but it would be amazing to have like the different playlists that you have of like yeah. this, this map from, or, or, or even horde mode. You can like maybe uh, start merging those things together. It'd be a huge undertaking um, as if Halo Master Chief Collection wasn't already, but those, that's the, that's the special sauce that they can start to whip up. I think. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I, I just wanted to point out, like, I already gave you my, honestly, my plan probably from launch day through f- the end of February. Yeah, least. you're going to be busy. Cyberpunk, yeah. Valhalla, Phoenix Rising, probably mm-hmm. enough to get me there. Throwing a Call of Duty and a, a Gears 5 every now and again. And Falconeer. I'm going to be doing some, you gotta play Falconeer. Some, some PGA. I'm soon mm-hmm. be throwing that in there. And it's like, I'm booked. So it's kind of weird that everybody's like, well, there's no Halo and it's awful. It's like, I don't know how much Halo I'd be playing. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah it'd be tough. I know. I'm on the outskirts of that because there are other people that love Halo and that's all they would ever want to play. But for me personally, if Halo was here, I'd boot it up that day and then yeah. I'd probably put it off until mm-hmm. March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be back for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, it's like I'm totally fine with waiting. And um, just as more and more games are all like uh, the Marvel game, right, like that everybody's talking about this week, yeah. you know, that got delayed. But so we'll start seeing more and more updates roll out probably week by week as we get closer. Because I think a lot of this, again, to tribute, I think a lot of these delays and things are just attributed to the place we're in right now. So I think yeah. I think the consoles are coming in hot. I think the developers are coming in hot. And I think if we just give it a little time. Right, three to six months. I think a lot of stuff will show up. Yeah, um, pretty fast. Yeah, and to your point, Donnie, like the game that I'm going to pop into my Series X first. I told Sean already, 
It's Ninja Gaiden Black. It's not even a modern game. It's a game from the original Xbox, but it's a game I love. I need to know how much better it's going to look. I need to know the, the little details on Ryu Hayabusa's clothing are getting any improvements or not. I need to know, man. Okay? So, I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't have to be one of these games that we listed off that I'm most excited about. I'm most excited about, as as a, an older gamer, a, a person who likes to revisit games, one of the biggest new features for me is just the backwards compatibility and it's something that I'm going to revisit a whole lot and I'm so excited to revisit a ton of games on on uh, on Xbox One or older consoles like 360 games I still play a ton I mean the round pound is evident of how much I play 360 games still and uh, I'm going to go back and revisit a lot of those and a lot of the original Xbox games that had X enhancements I'm really interested to see just how much the reduced load times for those games are going to improve things. So yeah, it's, it's stuff like that that gets me the most excited day one for this console. And it's the reason why someone like me needs the console day one besides Valhalla, which is an, a game that I'm going to sink hundreds of hours into. I'm assuming, assuming it's good um, or a game like cyberpunk, you know? So yeah, I'm super excited for this launch, even if it doesn't have that, that one standout of game, you know, to your guys' points, I don't think it needs it. I think that there's more than enough content here, I think, to satisfy some uh, to satisfy me anyways. They won. And that's okay, well, that's next week, we'll, we'll all meet at the exact same time. And we're going to talk about all the games that come out between November 11th and the end of November. We'll cover all those other games. And then that, maybe that list will be have us a little bit more excited. I think we even know that yet. Good point. Well, perhaps <laughs> I think we even know that yet. But it, it is the, the point is that I'm mostly I, I'm joking. But the point is that it's a do, it's a totally different story. The day one versus the day like two through thirty. Day ten, totally is very very different. So it's like, does this really? It's interesting that we've like taken the time to go through like, what are you playing day one? Going through all these thirty games, it paints a certain type of story. But you really look at like the next couple of days. And to your point, Donnie, that's that's really where the magic Wouldn't is it happening. Feel- like that launch game, right? Like you've got that launch thing. If Cyberpunk was day and date, for me, it's yeah. a, that is Assassin's Creed. Like I'm not even just saying that to try and make up for what's maybe a sure. lackluster, lackluster list. Like I'm so glad there's nothing else. Like that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just glad that like I'll I'll be partially through um, Watch Dogs. I've got my Assassin's Creed. Everything else can just get delayed even from here on out. I don't care. I'm good. I'm re- I'm more than good. I'm gonna be so just happy. Set on that. the Ubi stuff. Are you gonna come Phoenix Rise with me? You gonna go? Oh, definitely, dude. Like this is the thing. Like I, I, I was, I was celebrating the generation that Ubisoft had. Like they they fought off this like this hostile takeover because they're like, well, there's only one way that we can really get out of this. Make our games so good that people buy them and our stock goes up that the the Vivendi doesn't want to, they can't afford us anymore. Like what a story. And then, you know, not so great in Ubisoft world these days in terms of their PR and stuff, but they really, they, they just completely turned a corner and that style of game, the far cry style of game. I love all of it. They've, they've really mastered this open world, do whatever you want, go take over this, this tower or fortress or whatever. Um, I'm, I am here for that as a tribute to Elaine. Yeah. And we've got multiple Ubisoft games like once once per month for the next five months because we've got Watch Dogs this month, Assassin's Creed the next month, Immortals in December, Prince of Persia in January, and then Far Far Cry Cry 6 in in February. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like Ubisoft games are going to probably live on my console and be in my rotate my quick resume rotation for the next five months. Ubisoft arguably knows how to launch a console better than any of the platform holders. They know how to launch a console better than Nintendo or better than Xbox or PlayStation, man. Like they are there. Like they support everybody. They're there from day one. They're always there. 
They're always yeah. there. Well, it was funny. You, it's so funny you bring that up because you might remember at E3 when we were live streaming, I totally said uh, last year at E3, I said, mm-hmm. Ubisoft's going to delay all of this. Oh, big time. I, f- I famously had that statement, and they did. Mm-hmm. They delayed the entire Every, year catalog. Mm-hmm. I said, they're going to yeah. delay every one of them. And, and our chat was like, what? That's ridiculous, Donnie. I was like, that's Ubisoft, though. Ubisoft wants to be there for launch. And the mm-hmm. moment we had like new consoles, like, not a chance. Yep. They're not releasing a game in March. No way. They're mm-hmm. going to push all the way back to the fall. Yeah, man. Um, so I, yeah, I and mean, they're always, that's just their business. They always do that. And, uh, you know, we're talking about like the, just kind of the window. And like, once you get through all of that and Cyberpunk and all your UB games and everything, and once you get finally done with Yakuza 400 hours later, Ryan, <laughs> yeah, it'd be time to Far Cry. Mm hmm. <laughs> we're going to just keep rolling right with UB. Like UB is going to make a ton, a ton because, uh, yeah, all the games are there and people are going to be looking for the shiny new things. Yeah. And they've I got like, all of it. They I have no options for you to buy. on my pre-order. Like nobody should look and go like, should I, should I cancel? So should I like reconsider? It's like, no man, like these consoles are going to be ready to go. There's tons of games to play on them on both sides on PlayStation and on Xbox. I think it's going to be awesome this November. Yep. Yeah. And it's so exciting that we're like less than a month away for new consoles being in our hands. Like that's mm-hmm. super exciting for me. Like I can't believe we're on the, the precipice of a new console launch finally after all this time. It's so yeah. chair button, baby. So cool. I gotta take the, oh, the hinges off my door it. so I can fit these consoles through my door. It's like moving in a new couch. Got a twenty two days. Is that right? That's it. That's it. I don't know. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I sure. can't do math yeah. like that. I got a little ticker that I bookmarked. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but there's no way to know. <laughs> yeah. I rounded off. I got twenty three days, one hour. So I'm I'm giving them the hour. Twenty two. It's days. close enough. Yeah. I mean, it's enough. That's enough time for me to find a, a good uh, horizontal place on my shelf to put the console you know rather than standing up stop it ryan stop it you're standing it up (laughs) that's it i can't help it all right we should probably wrap up the show so before we go donnie plugs go i'm going to you this time yeah yeah you can follow me on twitter at eat the hype i co-host a podcast uh an xbox podcast called the xbox empire which you can catch live on twitch.tv slash psvg every wednesday night with the unfallible awesomest Mm co-host miss elaine striker um we've had a blast we've absolutely had a blast going through this i hope that we continue to have a blast i know that we're having sean over soon we have other people already lined up to follow behind him soon you only get one chance to launch a console and we're trying to make the most of it with with the xbox podcast all through november so if you want to hear about the games we're playing all the news because here's the other thing xbox still got news the one thing that i've 100 been positive of they have been dripping out this information every single week for six straight weeks now there's no telling what other things they've got planned on their to-do list before november 10th so i still think i mean it could be anything it could be anything i think we've got tons of stuff still yet to come and uh as she would say i'm here for it And Sean, where can people find you? You can find me winning a bet with Mr. Badbit from the PS Trophy Room when uh, oh, Microsoft comes snap. out and they announce that Cyberpunk is going to be <laughs> day and date in the Game Pass. I'm really <laughs> running out of time on that. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm still holding out hope. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. And I stream every once in a while at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Very nice, my friend. Well, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford, that's T-U-R-F-O-R-D. You can also find us on Twitter at the Xbox Drive. You can also find us on the YouTube channel you're probably currently watching, which is youtube.com slash a whole bunch of random characters. If you're, <laughs> in fact, listening to this on the audio feed and you want to check out our YouTube channel, check out this video of this awesome podcast. Um, we've put a link in the show notes for you. Otherwise, if you want to check us out on podcast services of your choice, we're available on all your podcast services of choice. So 
For Donnie Reese and Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been the Extra Mile, and we out. Bye. I am here for that. Thank you.